Welcome to the Real Appeal Podcast. This is your host, Kelsey Loizel, and with me is my co-host, Mark Salcedo. I didn't say with me today this time. <laughs> yeah, we're coming from the future. <laughs> so, Mark. Yes. I have to tell you about this epic thing. <laughs> okay. The battle began in another galaxy. <laughs> it's about to end in the Browns' backyard. For the folks who aren't, who I took off my glasses for that one. <laughs> you can stop. You got it. That's funny. Ha 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 ha. Hilarious. 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 I fucking touched my. I touched my lens with my finger. Now I got a grease stain on it. So Good. that's what you get. You yeah. You make me clumsy with with, with bad jokes like that. Good. That's but, my job. Yeah. I get paid well. <laughs> yeah, you get paid well to torture me. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I never quit. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, if you if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, some shit exactly. like that. Some bullshit like that. Yeah. Um, we have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so you can find us on all three of these at the Real Appeal to Ease and Real. The Real Appeal at Gmail is our email, so you can go ahead and email us anything. Uh, no nudes, though. Don't do that. Send me the nudes. Send me them dick pics. Ew. <laughs> um, please review us on iTunes. The more you review us, the higher up our podcast goes in the rankings. Yeah, we get we get them notice, and then we get them blow-ups, and then, you know. We get them blow-ups? We get them blow-ups. I don't know what you're doing, but I. Glow-ups. Glow-ups. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want any blow-ups. That sounds gross. I mean, if you think of it like that. Don't. <laughs> uh, this week, we are doing our recent review of Save Yourselves. Our variety time is A Trip Down Lovecraft Lane. And our geriatric cinematic is Critters from 1986. You know, and just in case you didn't know, mm. my comment about, you know, the Browns backyard is actually <laughs> the tagline for the movie. One of the taglines, it has like six or seven of them, and they're all bad, <laughs> They couldn't decide which one. Yeah. Like, one of them is, they bite. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. They bite. <laughs> um, and the topic is... <laughs> Don't pet the poofs. 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 Puffs. Poofs. God, I can't even say that correctly. Poofs. Poofs. That sounds so gross. <laughs> I know. But uh, this week, we have a special guest again. Yeah. Someone you haven't met yet. Yeah, we have uh, a special guest, uh, a buddy of mine named Zeus. You want to say hello, Zeus? Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on the show. I've been listening to you guys for a long time. And, you know, yeah, me and Mark go way back. But, you know, great to be here. So. <laughs> That pause made me think that you had to think about whether you were going to talk. Like, yeah, I'll be on the show, but I won't say anything. Yeah, I'm going to be here. Just, you know, I'm a little voyeuristic, you know, just keeping it, keeping it chill. <laughs> a <little> voyeuristic. <laughs> was, you should have had, like, your screen, like, behind, uh, like, a curtain or some shit like that. Yeah, just pulled the old Alfred Hitchcock and just silhouette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Zeus is, a, Zeus is a buddy of mine going back. Shit, dude. I think like going back well over 10 years ago or some shit like that. Yeah, man. We a lot of shenanigans going on back in the day, bro. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. His yeah. his his real name is not Zeus. That's uh that was his raver name. Uh, yeah. but it just stuck. I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna call him Zeus because the dude yeah. is like he might as well be like the father of Apollo, the fucking king of lightnings and shit like that. Especially with the beard he's got going on. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, too, I had a lot of hair, dude. My hair was long, too. Hell Back yeah, dude. Day. You had that head, the headbanger hair and everything? Yup, yup. <sighs> you know what? Yeah. Because uh, the folks who can't see us, like, we're, Zoom, we're doing a Zoom conference, and, like, Zeus, you know, he cut off all his hair, yeah. and I've cut off most of my hair. We're, it's our, we're, we're showing our age now. Age is like, yeah. all right, you, yeah. you, you can't yeah. have that anymore. <laughs> uh, so, Zeus, uh, so tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, not much, man. Just uh, grew up around L.A. You know, lived there most of my whole life. Just moved out to, you know, Chicago area with my girlfriend. Got a house out here, which is great. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, going into the movie stuff, man, that's the big uh, big horror movie fan, sci-fi, goofy, fantasy B-movie stuff. Yeah. Um, that in high school, you know, just that was my jam, watching cheesy horror movies from the 80s and all that bad, great stuff, you know. Yeah. Um. You used to get used to uh, competing like Muay Thai, right? Yeah, I was fighting Muay Thai for about ten years. Uh, trained a couple people, trained a couple fighters. You know, uh, gonna hopefully, hopefully do that over here. You know, okay. just, uh, wait for this whole COVID thing to blow over, man. Because you know, I'm not trying to train people and do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you don't wanna, you don't wanna, you don't get into a competition. You like beat somebody to a pulp and then they give you COVID. Yeah, it's not a good deal, bro. <laughs> it's not a good deal. <laughs> so. Um, so why why Chicago? Uh, that's where uh, my girlfriend's got her brother out here. He's been out here with his wife for about ten years now, and uh, mm. L.A. just expensive, bro. Oh yeah, dude. Seriously. You know, I mean, we both were working. You know, couldn't her her apartment was like two grand Fuck. for a one for a one bedroom, and we got a whole house for like fifteen hundred a month as a mortgage. Yeah, so. plus it's, it's Chicago, and I heard I heard Chicago starting to boom up again and shit. Yeah, yeah, we're like about forty-five minutes outside of it, but like we're in the burbs a little bit, you know. There's like trees everywhere instead <laughs> of people, you know. So, but uh, other than that, man, yeah, it's a cool, cool little adjustment, man. I like it out here. It's nice. That's nice. So, are you gonna just stay out there? Like, is that? Are you settling out there? Or are you gonna ever come back? Uh, it's, we're here for now, man. You know, we're here till you know the wind blows us somewhere else, you know. But uh, yeah, this will be home for. For the foreseeable future, man. So, yeah, gotcha. I like it. I here. mean, they it's bought cool. a house. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they I mean, might. I, what was it? I mean, if I. Oh, we got a little bit of pause. In LA. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We lost you for a second. What was that, Zeus? Uh, I said if I had the money to just buy houses all willy nilly, I'd be in LA still, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Shit. <laughs> yeah, one of those, um, like, LA real estate uh, reality TV shows. Oh, they're ridiculous. We were watching that. <laughs> I don't know the newest one that came out on Netflix or whatever, mm. or you know, it was like selling sunsets or whatever. I don't know one of those ridiculous things, and those people are making like a million dollars off a house sale. And I'm like, that's well, it must be nice, dude. <laughs> yeah, there. I know there's like a there's like a, a show. Uh, I think it's like on uh, like TLC. It's like a real estate show where a couple comes to like a real estate agent or whatever and just like, oh, we want this type of house. We're like, I'm a teacher and I'm a baker, but our budget's like. Three million dollars or something like ridiculous ass shit. Oh yeah, that's that house hunters, bro. I'm like, oh, I hate yeah. house hunters. I like the property brothers. I don't, even, I don't even know. She got me. My girlfriend got me watching all that stuff. Just get prepared <laughs> for the house. I'm like, all they're, right, they're the twins. 
They're the twins. Oh, okay. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of them, okay... I don't get the appeal of it. Maybe because they have that satanic, that no, no, sorry, not satanic, that smile that's like very charmish. Like I don't know, it's like it's kind of weird, kind of like oh, this smile will bring you in in a very hypnotic sense. But like, do you feel like they're culty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is like a real estate agent, and the other one is like the the builder, the builder, right? And yeah. don't they like switch or some shit like that? No, they don't. They both have the ability to do either or and, oh, okay. and when they were going to do the show mm-hmm. uh, i saw some trivia that they were going to do f- the opposite roles of what they have now but they settled on like their roles so yeah. um and that's what they do the, you know one of them finds the house and the other one Does uh, all the renovates lifting? it what well, kind of they have a crew behind the scenes but, oh, okay yeah right 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 um all right so Zeus, I want to I want to talk a little bit about our history. Uh, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Zeus and I, um, if I remember correctly, we met up we met up because of a mutual friend of ours. Um, but oh. it was like kind of during the rave scene, right? Like yeah, the resurgence of it, I would say, before it got real commercialized when they were still kind of like underground like, yeah. raves and stuff that we would go to a little bit, like. Yeah, and like warehouses and shit, and it was it's so funny because yeah. like Zeus would like, I mean, if you if you folks know like what raves are like or you have an idea, it's essentially like a lot of like colors and lights and like parachute pants. <laughs> Zeus is like laughing, he's like shit, <laughs> but like, yeah. but here's like Zeus, like this six foot tall, like I don't know, I was, I was big too because that's when I was playing. I was playing college football at the time, so I was like a tank. <laughs> Yeah, this is a huge dude who looked like he can like bench press like the car from Street Fighter or some shit like that. But he had like this long hair and like all like these like colorful candy bracelets like on his arms. I was like, yeah. what's I was your... Always wearing, I was always wearing like a metal shirt. It was like a metal band. Yeah, you were wearing my... like Slayer or like Iron Maiden or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is this dude's trip? Like, what's going on with this guy? I'm just there, yeah, dude, in like shorts and like a metal shirt with my boots on and like yeah, all the candy on my arms. And people are like, what? What? Yeah, good times, oh man, good times. Yeah, but like everybody, like, but people like gravitated towards you because they were like, they were curious about you, or you were like chill as fuck, or just like really cool just to hang out and just talk to about like all all different types of stuff. Yeah, man, you know, just be chill, you know, be cool. Yeah, end of day, that's all it is. But yeah, man, we had some good times, a lot of a lot of crazy good times, man. Yeah, kind of kind of miss it, you know, good nostalgia to reel back and do that stuff but i don't even know if i can hang anymore now dude yeah no lie like fuck i mean at that time i probably like shit i'd probably be up for like two or three days or just like fucking partying or some shit like that and like that was that was too much for me man i do like one night (laughs) seven eight in the morning (laughs) sleep for a couple hours and do something else go back to work or yeah. the gym or something you know back yeah when, back when we were younger men oh god i couldn't do that now if i don't get any sleep i'm like fucking it everybody just fucking want to die yeah i threw my hip out the earlier today i threw my back out bro i was like <laughs> working out doing some yoga I, t- I tried to get up and my hip popped and i was like oh <laughs> It ain't the business, bro. It's not the business. Yeah. Uh, earlier today, I was I was uh, I was hanging out with somebody, and I just like twisted my body, and like I kept doing whatever, and and the person I was with, she was like, "Was that your back? Are you okay?" Is everything? I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's fine. That normally happens." Well, at least you didn't just fall asleep on him. Like you just. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you know, that's when you know it's getting real bad. You're getting that old. You just fall asleep, sit down somewhere, just fall asleep. That's when it's bad, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I have done that plenty of times. Just like, all right, I'm gonna sit there for like five minutes. Two hours later, you wake up like, where am I? <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So yeah, James. I um. So I, folks, you're gonna go, hear go, like go 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 with Zeus. Just go with Zus. Yeah. No. That's, you, that's what you want to do, folks? You might hear like James and Zeus. It's the same person. Yeah. It's just sometimes I keep like going back and forth. But yeah, Zeus. Um. Uh, Kelsey and I want to say thank you for hopping on the podcast and everything. Um, thank you for not leaving me alone with him. <laughs> I mean, I've been left alone with Mark, and I'll tell you what, you can survive. It's, it's not pretty, but you know, you can do it. <laughs> oh my God, man. And, you, and, you, and we willingly choose to come back and spend time with him. <laughs> yeah. Talk about, you know, you think the Property Brothers are culty, but, you know, anyone who meets you, you're culty. Uh, right, yo, I did some, I yeah. did, I did some stupid ass shit while like during like the rave scene, like the copious amount of like <laughs> Zeus looking at me like, yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> right, we're always right there with you. What you mean? <laughs> Both of us, man. I missed out on all of that shit. It was fun, but I mean, to tell you the honest truth, I I don't remember a whole lot of it. I don't like. There's a lot of like blanks of like, wait, that happened or this happened or some shit like that. It's it's like a perpetual haze. It's like you remember bits and pieces of it. Yeah, but like you can't really recall like a whole, a whole like escapade. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I remember the most is like, I don't know if you, I think you might have been there. It was like a twelve hour party from like eight p.m. to like eight a.m. out in like uh, out in Redlands at the Pharaohs. Uh, Lost Kingdom. At the Pharaohs Lost Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Park. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that one. I remember we always used to go to the Gotham and the Hudson oh, back in the day. That was so classic going out to the I Hudson. Those. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like, it was like what, two like two rooms and then like a back area. It gets super fucking crowded, but people be crammed yeah. in there. I mean, it's, it's a no yeah. way COVID safe. Like, no way at all. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> it wasn't even safe then, bro. Over there, you probably get something. <laughs> you walk in there like with friends you walk out with like pepsi or some shit <laughs> if you're lucky <laughs> oh man um so what else god i'm just, I'm just like i'm just getting this wave of just like XT fueled all the flashbacks and everything yeah yeah all the lights I remember, and i remember going to you remember chester's warehouse that one you remember that one in la it was like a legit like warehouse yeah like, yeah yeah i do remember that holy shit <laughs> It had like graffiti on like all the walls on the inside were just like tagged and had like art, like graffiti art and everything on them. That was a that was a cool place. I remember it was like, like hot. As, it was always hot as fuck in there, man. Yeah, even though all the windows, all the doors were open, all the bay doors would be open, <laughs> but it'd still be hot as balls in there. Yeah, but, and that was the one place where like we always had to get like directions to the party. Yeah, like you either had to like get a text or like you had to call somebody to get the like address or the date and the time mm. when the party happened so yeah and it's never guaranteed like the party was was actually going to still happen or go on for the entire night because most of the time well, not most of the time, sometimes the cops will come up and like bust up the place and you yeah. probably would have been there for like like example i'd be there for like an hour whatever drugs i just took is kicking in and then you just hear blue like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't and you don't think it's part of the song? And you just slapping, bro. It's bangs. And you're just like in the zone. And you're like, that's not the that's not not the song right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Uh, yeah. Shit. Good yeah, time, bro. Good I know, times. man. We could be talking about this for hours, but oh, yeah. you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk we got, about we got, we got movies to talk about. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Kelsey, so what do we what do we got going on? What movie we got going on? Um, we are going to do our recent review of Save Yourselves. Okay. <sighs> okay. One, two, three. Hello, this is Jack and Sue. We are going offline for one whole week. I would love to do something tangible. I want to figure out who I am. But we will be back June 9th. No laptops, no phones, no connecting to anything. Thank you. I've been restoring my grandfather's cabin upstate. Actually, y'all should go up there. Uh, I mean... That would be great. Yeah. We're not checking our email either, guys, and we're not kidding. Okay. Bye, world. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you. So nice. Nice. You're a genius. Oh, oh. Now we'll close our eyes and just feel each other. Okay. Feel with your brain. Right. We don't have any skills. The urge to take out my phone is very strong. I've been wanting to YouTube how to make a trap to catch a rabbit so bad. Shooting star. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh, did that one hit the earth? <laughs> what is that? Has this been here the whole time? The poof? I don't know. Probably. Oh my god. What the f- The synopsis is a young Brooklyn couple heads to an upstate cabin to unplug from their phones and reconnect with each other. Blissfully unaware of their surroundings, they are left to their own devices as the planet falls under attack. Directed and written by Alex Houston Fisher and Eleanor Wilson, it stars Sunita Ma- uh, Money and John Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple other people that show up in here, but most of the time it's like it's just those two. For yeah, most it's of it. those two. Um, so James, since you are uh, our guest for Zeus, Zeus. <laughs> James slash Zeus, <laughs> since you call him Juice, call Juice, yo Juice. Um, what did you What did you think of this movie? It was cool. It was cool. I don't think I felt like too strongly about it one way or the other. Uh, definitely liked it a little bit more than I disliked it, you know, mm. on straddling that line. But yeah, I don't, I thought that like the overall like message and the theme kind of tied into it, like with the title, the name of the title. And you see how the characters kind of act when they're put in the situations that they get into and how it kind of like the character develop, especially of the, you know, the, the boyfriend, uh, Jack. Yeah, it kind of ties in with I think, like I said, the the title. It kind of, especially I think it, it attaches kind of to our generation. Yeah, like, exactly. Kind of like that lost generation, you know, that what the hell are we doing? And yeah, that's pretty much what the whole movie is. Yeah, there there's there were several scenes in the movie where, um, like. Like for me, like whenever I was watching this, I would look at this couple and be like, "Yo, these people would not survive." if they were like in the city, like if this was like war of the world situation oh, or yeah. like a zombie apocalypse, they'd be like the first one to die in the first wave or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like there's a lot of just, you know, they don't really know what the hell's going on. Uh-huh. Like how to do it. Like helpless. They're real helpless. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like the whole, I feel like that's how society kind of sees our generation too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like definitely. Being, being pretty helpless. 
So I identified with that a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I'm like, I don't know how to do that, but, you know, I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, uh, what did you think of the movie? I, I kind of agree about that. Mm. Um, I feel like you can tell it's kind of like an indie film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially, like, it's it takes place, like, essentially one location. Yeah, it's one location, yeah. and, like, that's cool and all, but sometimes, and it's not the first move, movie to do it, but I kind of get tired of the whole, let's do a millennial story. Mm, yeah. You know, like, okay, we're not that fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, they're that stupid. I'm a millennial, and I'm not that stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know how to fire. You actually showed me how to fire a gun. Look, I know how to use a bayonet, okay? <laughs> I did bayonet training. Yeah, I mean, I don't, that whole, there was that whole scene, you know, and uh, and I was like. Oh, you're talking about the gun scene? The, yeah, the gun scene. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like, gets ricocheted, he like gets ricocheted back and everything. I was like, oof. Yeah, this isn't this is much, of, this isn't much of a spoiler of, of this particular scene, but like one of the characters ends up talking about like, <laughs> oh, I'm against guns, so I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole back and forth about them being. Uh, anti-gun people like we're not gun people we don't do guns it's like well we need the gun like no we don't need the gun and it's a big whole roundabout thing i I thought it was pretty funny yeah yeah i mean that is a definite stance of Mm. people in our generation nowadays you know you you know and that's a big stance you know here and then the the nation right now too but i just thought it was pretty funny yeah yeah i kind of actually used to have that stance with when it came to guns because i was just like yeah i'm never going to own a gun um for a number of reasons, but especially what's been going on in the world, I'm like, yeah, I gotta go get a gun. Well, <laughs> well, gun. The, yeah. the real story is, I took him to the range for his birthday. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. And that was the first time he ever shot a weapon. And you didn't drop it, did you? <laughs> yeah, I just no. like they're fumbling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, he's like, okay, that was more fun than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's pretty you know fun and you know out here. I'm in the middle of nowhere now. That's all there is, man. <laughs> Shooting guns on, on whenever you're just well, bored. I, I, you know, I've always been kind of like outdoorsy like that, like into guns. And I got a bunch of knives and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I'd be fine because I always got a knife on me. I don't know if that makes me a weirdo or well-prepared. but you know. <laughs> Let's go well-prepared because I, I used to be the same thing. I actually yeah. used to have uh, like a, kind of like a metal pipe in my car. Uh, it was from it was it was an actual car park that I had found. I was like, oh, let me just put this in here. It won't be seen as a weapon, but it can definitely be used as a weapon. And I moved into this apartment, and he's like, here, have this huge ass knife with a compass on the end of it, just in case. Hey, yeah, it, you know, <laughs> I'm not a good gift giver, so everybody tends to get knives for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm like that's my default. I'm like, you know, it's your birthday or whatever coming up. You mean a lot to me. Here's a knife. <laughs> it would be like a baby shower. Here's the baby's first knife. <laughs> It'll be yeah. They they got to pull it out of this stone when they turn eighteen. <laughs> That'd be weird to give at a wedding though, because it'd be like, here's a knife. Kill each other when you feel like it. Couples knives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so no, 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 you could do a you know murder suicide pact. <laughs> If you're into that, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could just give him like a broadsword to cut the cake or some shit like that. There you go. I'm more of an axe guy. I lean over towards hatchets and axes. I feel like they get very, you know, passed over in a favor of swords and knives and whatnot, what have you. But, the uh, new thing for the rich people out here is to do axe throwing. Oh, that's that right. is a new thing. L.A. that started yeah. up. Yeah, I, I've done that. 
We did that we, at Comic Con. We did that once. We did the guy from Vikings. Yeah, he did that once. Wow. Um, I, 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 did I even land it? I, th- I don't even think my axe even made it into the wood. I think it just bounced off every single time. One of you guys made it. I don't. I don't know. One of us did. I don't know if it was me. I think I didn't get any of them. Or my first throw was like mm-hmm. kind of okay, <laughs> and then like, after Meh. that they all bounced. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't think you like you. You pr- you assume it would kind of like just stick, but a lot of time it hit and just kind of fall down or like ricochet yeah. off or something. But yeah, it's pretty fun though. It is fun throwing axes, and throwing <laughs> knives, and it's fun throw- doing stuff with weapons. Weapons are fun. <laughs> unlike unlike the people in this movie who didn't really have a chance to do that. No, um, that is true. Uh, Kelsey, what did you uh, what did you think of the performance? Is there any did anything stick out for you uh, with within the movie, like the couple or anything like that? I th- honestly kind of felt like meh on mm-hmm. their performance because I think their writing was meh. Okay. Um, and they, I found the female pretty annoying at times. Okay. Um, because of that whole like millennial thing, like, Oh, you know, let's do couples therapy or some shit. Oh yeah. Like she, like there's a couple of times where she's like, we should do this. We should do that. And we should do this because the internet says to do this. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> um, so I'm like, I, I like the concept and mm. it wasn't a cringy movie. Yeah. But I didn't think they were spectacular. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause like this movie, I think this movie's running at about like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. It feels like this would have been better as like, like a, like a funny or die or like a college humor kind of like short skit, maybe like 20 to 30 minutes or something like that. Um, because there are, there are plenty of times where, um, like the couple, they, the couple, they, they're together but like i i felt like at the be- some at the beginning of the movie i didn't even really feel like they were a couple i feel like they were just like best friends yeah especially with the way the movie starts out yeah, with yeah. on the couch and they're kind of like they're there but they're both on their devices yeah and they're like i mean i do that with my girlfriend i'm sure we all do that with each other or with our partners or whoever and it's like we're still there and we're spending spending time i'm air quoting mm-hmm. you guys but uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like I got that same vibe, and I felt like there was like a different disconnect between them two. Yeah, it was a couple, which I think it was part of the point, right? To like, yeah, they're yeah, supposed to be like finding connection with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big plot point to get them, I think, into the cabin. Yeah, but, but uh, it took them way too long to yeah. get to a point where they had to work together as a team. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It's funny too because I actually feel the opposite way, Kelsey. I felt that the the, the boyfriend Jack was a bit more annoying than the girlfriend because I felt like he was like a bit more distant in the relationship. I wasn't pulling his kind of weight, and she's trying to like bridge the gap and everything, mm. like taking taking steps to be proactive and kind of close that distance. And he's kind of like, "Well, I don't really want to do this yeah. right now," and you know. But I agree with that. Um, what you're saying, like, it's funny because I think I don't know if it's a gender thing, but mm. I'm like more critical of females, and I just felt like she was naggy and stupid. So even though she was like trying to bridge the gap or whatever, yeah. and he, you know, you're saying he was more distant, but I felt like I would want to be distant too if I was dealing with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I think we can all agree that we didn't like either of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're just terrible people. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, there. I, I'm kind of on both. Um, on both sides of the argument, like I, there were plenty of times where I found Jack incredibly annoying, and very. I don't know, like I don't, I don't know if the writing was intended to be like this, but he came off like really as like a, as a cuck. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so like oh, I was, just, yeah. So it was like I like I was just expecting like anybody just to like hit up his girl and he'd just be like, all right, yeah, I I deserve right. that. Um, and then there were times where uh, Sue she would kind of come up as annoying and she, and I think she was even Sue was uh, Sunita. Well, I didn't name their names. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunita Sunita meant was it Manny? Manny. Manny. Yeah. Um, she there are times where it, it was weird because like the relationship it seemed like they were in two separate conversations uh at the times where they would talk to each other yeah you know um and you can that i think that's that that part was actually pretty good because it really did show the disconnect so whenever we did get that i was like okay cool like this is what i'm liking because we're seeing essentially like the relationship kind of like break down and build back up like over and over again yeah. but eventually i was just like all right, if y'all don't like really start making it up, then I'm just, I, I just won't give two shits about you too. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, you don't really see any of that till almost like, like past halfway through the movie. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's like, it takes so long, like you said, for all that stuff to kind of get going mm. and really to kind of see their character progression happen. Well, then not just that, but it took that long. It's basically just a, like really poorly written rom-com for most of the movie and because you don't even meet the poofs for like forever yeah yeah that's true also yeah yeah i mean yeah because i honestly i don't even really remember seeing the first poof <laughs> like i can't really recall like the first time you i think it was I by the so. fireplace and they're like did you oh, bring when that they in come here in the, is that when they come in or yeah, it was like nighttime. Yeah, they like okay. see it on the floor, and they're like, "Was that here before?" And they're like, "Yeah, whatever." And then like back to like the relationship. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, because I thought it was like it went by the window real fast or something. That was like later that. on in the movie. Oh, okay, I must. When they were starting just... to realize that those were sentient things and not like some okay. random piece of furniture someone's moving around. <laughs> yeah, it just. It's an ottoman. <laughs> yeah, that's what they thought. Like one of those fuzzy ottomans. Um, okay, so we're we're gonna go ahead and jump into the spoiler section because I I sense we're gonna be like really talking about it and we don't want to. Yeah, and I'm surprised yeah. about that because it d- kind of doesn't deserve it. But. <laughs> no, no, let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's do that for we, we, we want to be nice to the listeners, you know, give them a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. So um, for the folks who haven't seen uh, uh, Save Yourselves, uh, we're gonna give you guys a spoiler bumper for the folks who have seen it you can just come on and join us in the spoiler section um and your spoiler bumper is right about i gotta find the right button this time now You know, it's not sa- save yourselves. I thought it was save yourselves, or save yourself. Save yourselves. Save yeah. yourself or save yourselves. No, it's save yourselves. But you know, I was trying to make a joke because there's an exclamation point. Oh, so I should be excited about this? No, like shouting. You're like you're you're yeah. You're like yelling at somebody like save yourselves. <laughs> Just like except that. you know, we don't sound like a priest. <laughs> 
Save yourselves, children. <laughs> Reverend, I'm gonna save yourself. The demons. <laughs> um, all right, Zeus. So since we're in the spoiler section, you can go ahead and just like just let out like anything that you liked or that you you just didn't like about the movie. I just, like I said, other than they're kind of like the characters, like Jack is kind of being, I don't know, like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of cool to see him, like, cry about, you know, own up to, like, how he feels his insecurities. It was cool because, you know, like, everybody has insecurities. Mm. And, you know, I felt, you know, that was kind of cool. He's like, I don't know how to be a man, like, a manly man, but I don't know how to be, like, a 2020 man. Like, I'm just a guy. I don't even know (laughs) what I'm doing. I can't do anything without a computer. (laughs) I got a a sense that he, like, does that, like, every week or every couple of weeks. He, like, breaks that down. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't like, I just didn't like his mustache. It looked bad. Just, I was like, I just wanted to slap that thing off his face. <laughs> you can use your beard to slap it off his face. I was like, yeah, man. It was it was weird because everybody everybody was like, you know, that whole hipster. I guess, like you said, took place in New York. So that whole New York hipster. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been to definitely some bars and parties where it was just exactly that scene. You know, everybody's talking about weird shit, and I'm just like, well, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have to say I didn't like his mustache either. <laughs> no, seriously, like I don't, I didn't remember that until now. But it uh-huh. just, you know how it's, I don't actually re- remember people's faces yeah, fully. Yeah, I totally remember his because of that mustache. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The the one thing, um, so like as as the movie's like progressing, um, it, it like I felt like I felt like it was finally picking up, especially like when they were start they started panicking. Um, yeah, like there was one scene. Um, it's a scene where like they're practicing. They were dri- they were doing a drill, like how we're gonna get the food and stuff like that, and do that. Now, see, I thought I thought that was actually kind of funny, and I. But at the same time, you can kind of tell like, all right, this is not gonna turn out how they plan to uh, later on, and it and it it does. It continues doing that where it doesn't go the way they plan. So, um, some of that was. I was enjoying because it was just like the stumbling, bubbling thing that was just like, okay, they're going to fail this. They're going to fail this. They're going to fail this. Um, however, it did start getting annoying when they just weren't getting ahead at all. It was just like, like yeah. give them a little bit of like slack, at least for a bit. Like the scene where they, like they finally found the Jeep and they were like, okay, the Jeep has diesel. So the, the poofs don't eat. Um, diesel. They, they're, they're attracted to ethanol. Yeah. 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 So they that's like what they drink all the booze in the house and they drink the gas out of their regular car. Yeah. Right. And Which doesn't make sense to me. If they drink mm. if they eat gas, mm. why are they eating people? Yeah, I never Yeah, that's true. They never really I mean Well, do they because they they end up killing their friend who owns the cabin, right? He's the one yeah. that Yeah, he gets like That's I, before everything pops off because they didn't even know he was dead. Yeah, like it was weird because like they would like shoot this thing out of their body, like almost like a like a harpoon or some like shit. Like a tendril. Yeah. It's like a little sucker thing. Yeah, and it yeah. was and it was just kind of like okay, so what was like the point of of them, like yeah, because like as Kelsey said, like they're not eating the people, they're not sucking out whatever they need to suck out of them. They're just like oh, kill that, like that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean if I did, you know what now I, I, I it, this remind this movie just reminds me of another invasion movie uh signs oh yeah oh yeah the one that you were like no I'm not doing that one when I suggested it yeah um <laughs> okay so I we are in the spoiler section but if you have not seen signs I'm gonna go ahead and spoil the ending because the ending is so stupid so the aliens come down and they like their weakness is water 
Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just yeah. like, yo, like the planet is like, what, 70% water or some shit like that and yeah. everything. Yeah. So the poofs kind of do the same thing where it's just like, okay, they eat, they, they eat ethanol. Right, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. they 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 can't just go to like a geyser of ethanol, can they? Like it has to be like manufactured, correct? They, yeah, but they have big refineries and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, Maybe. they they should probably be more attracted to that or the city because of all the cars. Yeah, maybe they really want corn because you can get ethanol alcohol from corn. Maybe that's a a play. But you have to process it, though, and they don't seem intelligent enough. They can float, though. (laughs) And fart. Yeah, and fart. And and fart LSD, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like... I, mean, I, I had to go back, man. When that scene happened, I was like, what did I miss? Because they just start bugging out. Yeah. Out, and I'm like, what What happened? Like, they, they just, the poo floated and, like, farted away. <laughs> and they start tripping out. And I'm like, okay. I think I think that, Kelsey, I think you had the same problem, too. You are just like, wait, why are they tripping out? Like, didn't I was you like, a- No, I was like, are we supposed to assume that they farted? I, or, like, what? Yeah. No, you're the one who said they farted because... He farted or it farted because mm. I was like, what the heck are they doing? Like, what is wrong with them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't know if it was something that the poof did or if they were just kind of like delirious from stress and the situation and all that and kind of like cracked. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was kind of like, uh, all right, this is where we're at now. <laughs> She's playing with sticks in the mud. <laughs> so. Uh, uh-huh. but yeah. Yeah, it was. I I did like the design of the monsters over the aliens. I thought yeah. it was cool because yeah. it kind of it kind of keeps it real ambiguous and like it's kind of just a thing. And you're like, mm. and they're kind of like cute. anybody. It, yeah. it reminded me a lot of uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the but like that old Star Trek episode where essentially all like the 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 old the old like 1960 <clears throat> Star Trek with Leonard Nimoy and and William Shatner where they um they are invaded by like these little like furry poofs little thing and they think it's like so adorable but it's really like getting into the engines and it's like fucking i think it's like absorbing their energy or something like that um it would later did you guys ever see like star trek into darkness i think it's into the darkness or maybe it's like beyond it's the one that benedict cumberbatch was in so I saw I saw that one. I can't really recall, but yeah, I saw yeah. That one. Well, they they take that same storyline. They take like a little bit of that storyline, and like they find out like the blood within the creature. It has like, um, like regenerative properties or something like that. And that's I'm spoiling that Star Trek movie right now. And like that's what like one of the characters ends up like not dying after all. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, like the post, I was just like, oh yeah, they just like took that from Star Trek and like just made it like this, you know, mm-hmm. and just made them like deadlier. So yeah. save yourselves a Star Trek canon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. I mean, it might be. I mean, those people, they get... Okay. What? Okay. Ending. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the ending. Like, what the fuck was that ending? I don't... Mm. I don't understand <laughs> I don't know, it at all. Like, <clears throat> it's almost like the... Because that poof could have killed them. Yeah. Instead of farting and flying away. Uh-huh. It could have killed them. And I feel like it didn't. And... I think we're supposed to assume that they were somehow chosen for something greater. I, that's what I think. I think it had to do with them like taking care of the baby. They find a baby, by the way. That's that's a that's a plot point. That yeah, happens who's in also the movie, named so Jack? Thing. Yeah, little Jack. Yeah, they call him Baby Jack. They're like, oh, Baby Jack. And then for a minute, yeah. I was like, Ha, huh, that's kind of funny. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, it goes back. They talk about having kids and doing the whole family bit and all that. So, mm. but like, yeah, I guess like they save the kid and then they find like the spider web 
chip thing. Yeah, it's like crystals or some shit like that. Yeah. And, and they yeah. get encased in this and they get taken off into space. And it's like... They're in a bubble. Just yeah. floating around. Yeah, crystal bubble. Yeah. Well, so that, that weirded me out because... Like, it's funny because, like, that part, you would think that would happen, like, maybe the telling of, like, Act 2 or something like that. Because, like, we're picking up at a point where, like, the heroes or the, or the leads are, like, down and out. Like, they are at their lowest point and they have to try to figure out how to get out. But, like, that's, like, the end of the movie where, like, they float off into space and there's, like, other crystals that are floating off yeah. in space, too. And... They have like this look of like dread. Like they're like, "Oh shit, we're up here," but like. But I th- I thought it was more of a look of awe. Like, wow, we're yeah. up here, and look at the earth, and mm. I didn't yeah, really I see thought, dread. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like more like awe and relief that like, oh, it's not just us. It's like everybody else because it's like happening all over the globe. Yeah. You see yeah. like all the all the bubbles coming up. But. And, I, and I think you get to a point. I think in that situation, you're done freaking out. You have no choice but to be in that crystal, and you're just there now for the ride. Yeah, because they couldn't breathe for a little bit either. So that was like a little bit of the dramatic effect too. Like they were like, oh, we can't breathe. It's getting hard to breathe. Then all of a sudden they break the upper atmosphere mm-hmm. into outer space. And then they're like, we can breathe. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think space it magic. <laughs> yeah, space magic. It would, have, it would have been very dark if like they couldn't breathe and then they just die. Credits. I'm that gone. would have been, that would have been kind of cool. Though. I would have been like, oh, damn. <laughs> that would have been like, great <laughs> the boomers will love this like, movie yeah that would have been an ending that came out of nowhere and what i would have been like all right then that would have been kind of cool actually <laughs> yeah i could I, I think i think that would have been i know it would have been people would have seen it like as dark as fuck which kind of uh, maybe tell something about ourselves we're just like that would have been a better ending <laughs> i mean you know you've played um cards against humanity with me so oh yeah that's right <laughs> that's a good game Top yeah, game right there. Yeah, Kelsey. Oh, I, I, we, we've played together, and holy shit, she can get fucking dark, and we're just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm cracking up, and everyone's just looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're playing with the wrong kind of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all that game tells you. It's who you should hang out with and who you shouldn't. <laughs> um, what did uh? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we should? Go? I want to say like the special effects, but there wasn't really much of a special effects. It was like very, like I said, it was very indie. Yeah. Were the were, were the creatures CGI? Or were they practical effects? I feel like they were practical. I think yeah. I think the the creatures were mainly practical when they had to shoot the little whatever things are the harpoon or something like that. Obviously, yeah. they had to be more uh, special effects heavy. Yeah. Um. So it did. That kind of did look all right. Um. It was kind of weird. I did feel a bit creeped out like that. And I, I think it's because of, um, what's that thing that I have where I can't see like a bunch of stuff co- uh, bunched up together, you know, like honeycombs. I forgot what it's oh, called. Oh, that, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like, it looks like a wasp really, nest or something. Yeah. yeah that kind of. Yeah. Like things with holes in them in general. Yeah. yeah the the yeah. scene where like they're getting away from the house and like when they leave they're the house. Yeah, they're like all over the house, and you can see them. I remember yeah. seeing that feeling very uncomfortable. Like, oh, like I, I felt claustrophobic looking at it. Oh, when they were leaving the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause like, cause even though they're out of the house, you still feel like the house is like the safe place. Yeah. And they're all over the house, and it made me claustrophobic. And you never see that many all at once until that scene. Like you always see like one or like maybe two, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah. then all of a sudden you see them like kind of just caterpillaring over the house. Like yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> this is like the first the first time it kind of feels like a threat, I think, at, at that point in the movie. Yeah. yeah. One thing that did bother me, um, mm. I'm going to go back to the ethanol thing. 
Okay. What was the point of them shooting out their little tendril at the gas tank of the diesel vehicle? I think because I didn't think it was it was uh Like I'm sure if they like ethanol, they can notice the smell already. Yeah, you're right. So why yeah, are they like shooting like they obviously know that it's not it's like for our purpose, like, oh we're making a movie, so let's do this, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's plot armor. It's plot armor. <laughs> yeah, plot armor exactly. Um Oh yeah, we kinda alluded in the in earlier about the the gun scene. Oh um, yeah. The 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 only part that I thought was like really really actually funny, um, yeah. So the the so the scene where like, I, like I was I was almost expecting them to like shoot one, shoot e- either one of themselves or each other like in the foot at one point, because the dude was so clumsy with that gun. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of wanted I kind of expected one of them like, or expected the girl because because Jack kind of makes it real clear that he's the not gun people and I kind of expected Sue to kind of be a badass with the gun and all of a sudden like she just starts like ramboing all these little poofs <laughs> and she's like oh we need the gun we need the gun and I, 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 I think it's kind of stupid that they kind of had that I thought it was funny but also mm-hmm. kind of stupid like if you're in a situation like that you do not question having a gun around you like oh there's a gun great I'm gonna fucking use it like yeah, not have an argument about should we use it because we're not gun people like if it really feels like a boomer trying to make a millennial movie to me, like yeah. they're really, really put like hitting you over the head with the millennialness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the definite learn to learn to be better and save yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I took from the movie. So. Well, you know, unfortunately, these these people did not do any of that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought the, I thought the the driving the car the stick part was pretty funny. You know. Yeah. Which is funny because I, I learned. When I was 16, how to drive stick. Uh, so, like, I, I guess I'm like a quasi-millennial then or something. Wait, James, you say you never learned how to drive stick? I never. None of the cars we had were stick, yeah. So, I learned how to I learned how to drive a column, like, on that before. Because uh, my grandpa's truck was that. So, I messed around with that. But I never drove, like, an actual, like, like in-the-ground stick uh, shift car. Oh, so you, so, would, like, so you would totally be screwed in that situation. Oh, yeah, dude. I'd just be, well, no, I'd have a gun. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a gun and, like, 18 knives on me. Yeah. <laughs> 18 knives and, like, one. four axes or some shit like that. Yeah, dude, it'd be, it'd be wild. It'd be, like, that scene with Isaac Hayes, I'm going to get you, sucker, but with knives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Knives and swords. <laughs> Over my head. Don't worry, I'll, I'll show you that one. I'll show you, you that you one. Gotta, there's one you got to do. So you got to do. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great <laughs> oh, it's one. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, I remember. I, I remember. I the first the first time I learned how to drive stick, um, it was a buddy of mine's, and he wanted me to drive stick because uh, we were going to go out that night, and he didn't want to be the sober one to drive. So he was like, was "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "You're gonna learn how to drive stick." I was like, uh, "Okay," and he's and he he showed me how to drive stick, but at the end, I was like, "But." But I want to get wasted too. It's like, oh, no, man, you know I drive sick. <laughs> I thought you learned um, as a lot porter. That was that was when I actually got like the actual lessons how to do it and stuff like that. Like like that one that my my this guy I knew that was like a quick tutorial. Mm. So I I knew how to like go. I had a no. I, was, I knew how to just drive steady, but like going was always like the hardest part. Which is like everybody who learns how to drive sick mm. is the hardest part. Um, but yeah, I I used to I, get so frustrated because I'd be like, if I was on the freeway, I'd be fine. But yeah. like, once you have to like 
downshift, I would uh, end up stalling it out and all kinds okay. of stuff. Yeah, and then I got, I got the official lessons when uh when I lied on an application on a job application. I was yeah, I know drive stick. Going back to that one night, <laughs> I had to learn. Jesus. I mean, it's not a lie, really. You know how to do it. You're just not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the funny thing well. is, like, when I actually learn how to do it, like, really well, you know, I'll be, like, in those cars fucking just fucking burning out and shit like that. You know, going just tearing up thousand-dollar <laughs> transmissions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, or you could do like me and stomp on the, the gas and let off the clutch, like really fast mm-hmm. and spin your tires out while you're on gravel at the neighbor's car. Oh my God. Just tear, break all their windows or what? It Dude. didn't break their windows, but they were shitty people anyway. So, <laughs> so you know, they, don't, they, don't. they were assholes. Yeah. That was a, that was a hilarious story. I mean, it, I didn't do that because they were mean, but I think it's funnier because they were mean. <laughs> like you no, didn't feel, there you go. yeah, you didn't feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's not much Kelsey feels guilty about. So, you know, Oh God, no, this is the fear I live with every day. I don't, I don't feel guilty <laughs> about anything. Um, all right. So, so Kelsey, so what's your, what's your final take on, on, on the movie? Um, it's a, it's like a good afternoon movie. Mm hmm. When you've got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, and you can fold laundry while you're... Or, you know, get up and cook something while you're kind of glancing at the TV. Yeah. Uh, before you want to get into the real movie you want to watch. Yeah, that's true. Like, if... Yeah, if you're like... Like Kelsey said, if you're folding laundry or cooking or something like that. And if you miss five minutes, you're not going to miss much. You're just like, oh, okay, we're just here now. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a good background movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um... You want to expand on that a little further, James, or you're Zeus. just like this? Nah. I'm sorry, Zeus. <laughs> nope. It's just a background movie. It's like, yep. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, it was, it was, it was all right. It wasn't anything that really like wowed me. The thing that sucks is like the trailer was like really sold it to be something really funny and something to say about kind of like how this generation doesn't really know how to survive in, in such a situation. Um, however, I do believe that if put in that situation, you know, politics is thrown to the side. Like, we, we, we will start shooting guns if we have to and making, like, the tough choices. Like, they were still complaining even, like, after, like, um, God, like that one scene, that, that lady who got the drop on him. Oh, yeah. They're like, she has a gun. I'm like, well, we would have had a gun. What yeah. Would done if, like, she would have shot us if we would have had a gun. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, you yeah. know. And now you're just going to die because uh, yeah. a poof farted and, like, you started tripping out. <laughs> tripping out in a bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's an alt-right film. Um, fuck, yeah, it's a VOD, too. I don't even think it's even worth renting on VOD. No, if it, it's like, not. Yeah, if it, hold, if it shows up, like, on Netflix or Amazon Prime, you're just like, yeah, let's yeah. check this out. All right, you're just going to watch yeah. it that way. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> We're just like, yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> That's yep. <it. laughs> uh, okay. So is that it? Are we done with this part? Yep. That's it. And now we are going to do our variety time. This week's trip down Lovecraft Lane, the episode is called Rewind 1921. 
The synopsis is, with Hippolyta at the helm, Letty, Tick, and Montrose travel to 1921 Tulsa in an effort to save D. Directed by Jeffrey Nachmanoff, written by Misha Green, Jonathan I. Kidd, and Sonia Winton. Ah, uh, you kid, you I kid. That, I think I've seen that name before, and it always looks like a prank. I think it is. It has to be from somebody for real. Um, stars Journey Smollett, Jonathan Majors, Anjanu Ellis, Wunmi uh, Mosaku, Jada Harris, Michael Kenneth Williams, and Abby Lee. Yes. Mark. Yes, ma'am. What did you think of this episode? Um, yo, they keep killing it. This was like another great episode. Mm. Um, normally, like in a tell in a Normally in like television shows, they're like, okay, cool. Here's an, here's a good episode. Here's a good episode. Here's a good episode. And then here's like, oh shit, the crazy like penultimate episode. And then like the final episode, right? Yeah. But they've been like just having these really great episodes, like going back, what, episode four, episode five or something like that. They've mm-hmm. been doing really good. Um, this one, I, I never thought I would see the day where we would get two powerful representations of the Tulsa Massacre in about a year apart. There mm. was like Watchmen and then there was this. Yeah. And I'm, I really like this one because like there's like um, there's a couple of cool like twists and turns in this episode. Uh, the fact that like how Montrose had to deal with his homosexuality growing up as a kid mm-hmm. and then like that big crazy reveal about somebody who saved his life. Yeah. Um, the uh kind of in a way like the involvement of like Letty and uh Tick's grandmother mm-hmm. uh because if you think about it, it's because they go back in time and so what happens in the past has already gone forward into the future so it's like like it trips me out whenever somebody like goes back in time and like interferes with their life mm-hmm. in some way because if you know that I mean that's like a part of like their history they didn't know existed but mm-hmm. like they also know that they were a part of that history yeah you know like like i said like montrose as a kid he was almost going to be killed but his uh, a boy that he had a crush on or that he had a thing with isn't getting killed by these white people and montrose is just like yeah somebody came in start swinging a bat like he was jackie robinson you know which they set up in the fucking first episode mm-hmm. um and then how uh, that person said, uh, got your back, kid. And they come to find out it was like his son from the future. He was like, <laughs> saved his life. Oh, shit. But yeah. yeah. Um, because all in all, like, yo, this episode, this show is fucking, I love, I mean, granted, the second episode, a bit of a hiccup. But I've been, I've been enjoying every single episode. And this one's just like, damn. I know. Mm. And ever since that one with, it was like Hippolyta heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And I loved that one. And I really didn't think I was going to love as much as that one, any mm-hmm. of the other ones, and yeah. I, I did. I thought it was pretty cool that, like, Hippolyta, she actually turns into her, like... Arinthia Blue? Yeah. I mean, she got she got the blue hair. Yeah. So, and I remember uh, in this episode, Christina said that uh, Dee was... I don't know if she said she was, like, sensitive, like... Gifted. She, she said she, she was gifted. She, she said she was gifted, but we didn't know, like, what level gifted. But she said there was so much detail in her drawing. Yeah. And now that, like, we are seeing certain things kind of come to life mm-hmm. with um, 
that I'm sure if we rewatched the first couple of episodes or the first episode when we see Dee's drawings, we would be able to be like, oh, that's what she was getting at. So like D like saw this stuff like in the future or it's something of a precog, mm-hmm. but didn't know that she was seeing stuff in the future. She thought she's, it's her imagination. No, she's going to experience this shit. Yeah. So I thought it was, I thought it was totally great. I really loved this episode. I actually do want to kind of delve into um, Watchmen's portrayal of the uh, Tulsa Massacre mm-hmm. and this one. Yeah. Um, for me, like w- the Watchmen representation of it was really important for me because I hadn't n- known about it for very long before mm-hmm. that episode aired. Yeah. And that one to me was very violent and very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um. And I would say that it didn't really do a super great job of showing why it was Black Wall Street, just that a bunch of people who were living there mm-hmm. and were comfortable in their hometown yeah. were murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was still very strong and, and, like, you know, the violence and everything was, like, very prominent. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, the Tulsa Massacre in Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. The very first thing you see when they finally step outside is a bunch of black people in business suits and like yeah so for me that that was also very important like neither Mm -hmm. one of the episodes is um more powerful than the other because they both kind of represent different parts of it Mm -hmm. um but yeah they they did a great job of showing like these were real people with real jobs Mm -hmm. you know like it was a real community of like people that were just living their lives yeah minding their own damn business and then they show the start of people of white people like fucking shit up yeah yeah which i also didn't really feel like you really got it Mm -hmm. was already like a war zone in watchmen yeah yeah because i remember in the first episode the first like what 10 15 minutes it's just you just see the the tulsa the tulsa city massacre like straight up yeah and then i remember through the episode you kind of got like little tidbits of it like um an interior scene there, an interior scene there, uh, here and there, and stuff like that. And we did get an outside scene too when um, the boy mm-hmm. was outside. You're talking about uh, uh, Watchmen? Watchmen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he was outside and like he didn't have his family anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw, yeah, like so we, he saw like, and I think the after he, effects. Yeah, and he picked up a paper. It was like uh, propaganda for the Nazis and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right because in this one in Lovecraft Country, we essentially see what's going on like the day of but like like you said it's booming it's busy you would swear it's like adjacent to like i don't know like another major city like major like chicago or something like that yeah and they were getting ready for prom which is like you know that kind of had the city buzzing too because Mm -hmm. the kids were all like they were getting ready to go to prom Mm -hmm. it was really interesting i didn't know that part before this episode oh yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't know there was going to be a prom and it's really odd to me that they decided to cancel it and didn't say why i'm not gonna lie i i i'm sure like they canceled it because i I don't know they didn't really explain that part i did notice that like like if somebody knew something was gonna happen um maybe somebody did and they gave somebody like a heads up or some something like that, but it honestly reminds me of the time when um, during the L.A. riots, uh, I remember hearing people talk that like some shit was gonna go down. I mean, given like the L.A. what happened, what transpired before the L.A. riots, mm-hmm. you know, L.A. was like a was a 
was like a boiling point. It was ready to pop off at any minute. Yeah. But I remember hearing people talk about it like, yo, if this doesn't go right, we're just going to fuck shit up. Or we're just going to do this. We're going to do that and everything like that. And I remember my mom and my mom and myself, my brother, we all were like kind of getting ourselves kind of like, not ready. Yeah, we're ready. You know, we're like, okay, let's, let's kind of like close up shop and shit like that. Let's close, yeah. Make sure the doors are locked and everything like that. So that scene where... Uh, that woman's just like, oh, prom is canceled. Like, I had, like, an instant flashback. Like, oh, yep, I remember that shit happening. <laughs> um, and I think another thing that's really cool is, like, we... I mean, it's it's not necessarily cool, but I like the fact that they portrayed it, that we see inside the um, the Freeman house. Mm-hmm. Because we had always been alluded that, like, all oh, the entire family had burned down uh, within the house. And we yeah. actually got to see, like, that family trying to, trying to defend their home, which... It, that was a real thing. People were just defending their, people were defending their homes. Like how how white folks like to say, oh, "I'm gonna defend my house and shit like yeah. that." Yeah, or you know that one stupid ass kid with his oh, like rifle, a Ritter, uh, Ritter house or whatever. Yeah, like I'm gonna Kyle. It was his name was Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Or something. Oh, I'm just defending these people's businesses. Yeah. They're I'm, not even your fucking businesses for one. I know. I'm crossing state line to defend your business. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Uh, so what did you what did you think about the the performance? Who, who, if anybody, who stuck out for you in this episode? Letty. Letty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more. Uh, I let I I will I'll agree that like Letty was good, but my my pick is Montrose. But I want I want you to go into why you thought Letty he's was really a very good. very very close second. Oh Montrose. Very like I my, my like Kenneth Williams. <laughs> who's got it? Okay okay go on. Um, first of all. Mm. Sorry. First of all, I can't imagine what it must have been like for her, her character, mm-hmm. to be praying and holding the hands <sighs> of the grandmother of your boyfriend, who mm. you've never met, as she's burning alive. Yo, that shit was so fucking hard to watch. It was, and they and they didn't shy away from it at all. And not and like for a split second, my older sister kind of popped into my head. Oh, that's the. You do you want to talk about? Because I, I you've never talked about it on the show. So. Yeah, because um, I don't, I don't really have a strong emotional connection to it. But mm. um, my older sister, she was ten or eleven months old, and she passed away in a fire. Yeah. And I didn't meet her because she's like three or four years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for a second, just because this woman was burning alive, like. It just made me think of her. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of people. Because um, I, I checked out, I hit up like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that to get a, to see a response or whatever to this episode. And a lot of people, they were just like fucked up. Like yeah. they were just like, "Yo, this, this, this did it for me." Like they were like crying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't at the time when I was watching it. I, I felt something, but like I couldn't, I couldn't bring it out. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm just like you're numb to it because you're used to everything that you see every day. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that like you know I've I've studied on the 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 Tulsa massacre and everything like that. So seeing this, I'm just like, damn, yep, that happened, that happened. But like the next day, I'm like, yo, man, I was fucked up. I was really fucked up. It, it was a delayed reaction to it. Yeah. Um. So why did you pick Montrose? And I, I think I know why, because it would be the reason why I would pick him too. But Montrose, it's funny because like Montrose was coming off as this very complicated villain. Um, 
Because, you know, he was like this drunk. He was, he like a, like beat the shit out of his kid growing up and everything. He killed, uh, what's her name? Uh, Yehema. Two spirits. Yeah, killed two spirits and like a few episodes back. And I'm thinking like they're building up to be like the villain or something like that. But no, like it was, it, it was so good because he was like facing his demons this episode. And he's like started drinking again. Like there's that scene where they had to jump through, they jumped through the portal. And I remember you commented on this while we were watching it. And you were like, that's really cool. And I thought that scene was really awesome. Um, especially like where it was like a straight shot of his face. Yeah. And you could see like the, it's not numbness really. It's like a paralyzing terror. Yeah. Like, like PTSD. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he's like literally jumping into that PTSD to like relive it and everything. Yeah. Um, and then that part where like you find out why, you kind of like really find out almost like the source of his pain. Mm-hmm. The fact that um, he was with this kid and like he liked him and the kid liked him and everything. But like like the first time we see Montrose as a kid. Um, He's basically telling this other kid like, I don't know what you think about us, but like I don't need to be friends with a faggot. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but not but yeah, not that part though. But like when we first see him as a kid, he's getting the shit kicked out of him oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by his father. Mm-hmm. And Montrose is like because Tick is with him and Montrose tells him like, oh, yeah, I took uh, I took my brother George's suit and I put it on and everything. But we actually hear why the dad is beating his ass. And he's like, oh, you put a flower on your head, huh? You're going to be some queer, blah, blah, blah. Like kicking the shit out of him in front of everybody and like spouting off that shit. And then Montrose is like, yeah, I deserved it. Yeah. And Letty was like, nobody deserves that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then like the part, you know, like I said, when he he can he sees from the distance that uh the guy he the kid he had a crush on you know him as a kid and the other person as a kid he had a crush on yeah and he said like what kelsey said he was just like ain't no faggot you know and he's like he's like say it's like he's trying to say that to him mm-hmm. you know like i remember i remember using that word in a very derogatory manner too but in hindsight i was just calling myself that because i hated myself mm-hmm. because i was like because I had feeling towards like men and shit like that. So I dealt with that as well. Yeah. So I can totally like feel like his pain. And then the fact that like he has a survivor's remorse because the kid died in front of him. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and at that, when the kid dies, he's like hold like at that moment, he's actually himself because him and the kid, they grab hands. And of course, back then you hold hands with another man, you're straight up being called gay. Mm hmm. And he, I don't know, I felt like, I felt like at that moment he was just like, that was the first, I felt, I felt myself, sorry, not felt myself, I felt that his character and his mindset was like, that was the first time I was myself, and it was at the moment where I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was so good. I honestly thought that he was going to like, change, uh, change history at one point. Yeah, he, he was going to. Yeah. Can and- you imagine if that shit happened? oh my god take would have been, it would have been like back to the future oh gone yeah <laughs> um one thing i really liked is like a lot of times when time travel of any kind is portrayed mm-hmm. in something like people don't want to make an action because they're afraid of changing something yeah and then they make that action and they do change something mm-hmm. um but like atticus being mm-hmm. the the guy with the bat yeah, yeah, that big reveal. Already happened. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like he's changing anything. Like, this is actually, it's almost more like destiny mm-hmm. than 
someone going in and fucking things up. Yeah, it was supposed to. That was supposed to happen after all. And if if, if Tick never came in with the bat, who knows what? Who knows what might have happened? He he might have not existed. Like Montrose would have been killed, probably been killed right there. Yeah. And 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 his and Uncle Freeman too. Shit, there would have been no Diana, no Hippolyta, nothing like that. Exactly. Um. But yeah, I, let's let's talk about that that scene because um, they used uh, what was it called? It was called "Don't Kill Dub," right? A poem. That's the name of the the track. The track. Okay. Okay. I forgot what was the name of the poem. I think it's called like. Catch the fire. Catch the fire. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So, and that's that, by the the poem is by Sonia Sanchez. Now that's that stuck out with you a lot, correct? It did. Okay, you want to read because I, I I was able to find the poem, but you want to read a little bit of it. Yeah, it says sometimes I wonder what to say to you now in the soft afternoon air as you hold us all in a single death. I say, where is your fire? I say, where is your fire? You got to find it and pass it on. You got to find it and pass it on from you to me, from me to her, from her to him, from the son to the father, from the brother to the sister, from the daughter to the mother, from the mother to the child. Where is your fire? I say, where is your fire? Can't you smell it coming out of your pa- out of our past? Um, the fire is living, not dying. The fire is loving, not killing. The fire of blackness, not gangster shadows. Uh, where is our beautiful fire that gave light to the world? Like, this mm-hmm. meant a lot. Like, with that track behind it especially, but, like, mm-hmm. um, there's, like, like, obviously I'm not black, but, like, mm-hmm. I felt it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that really matters if you, I don't think you have to be black to appreciate it. I think it's just, I think it's, like, your, your past feeling. You, you yeah. know how it is, like, I have that, like, guilty syndrome or whatever, like, I always feel guilty for things I shouldn't feel guilty over. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are times where I feel like, like, I felt something and, it makes me feel like maybe I'm just a white person trying to blend into the black community or some stupid <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is not the case. Yeah, but that like, would be appropriating. And you don't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you trying to overly tan your skin, try to give yourself some olive skin or curl up your hair or anything like that. No, but if I did try to be a, like a little tan, mm-hmm. my mom and my dad both have olive skin. Okay. Even though it's light. Your mom just looks like she's burnt. <laughs> I've never met your dad, so I don't know what he looks like. Well, his skin tone and person and everything. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, I felt that, Mm. that poem. Yeah. Um, And, like, of course, it had to do with fire and your, like, watching scenes of, like, the Tulsa Massacre and all the Mm. fires that are going on. Yeah. But um, it, like, it spoke of, like, community and, like, even when people are dying, it like breathes a certain kind of life into yeah. the stories and the families and everything that was lost. And it's not truly lost mm-hmm. if you want to believe that it, it carries on in the next generation, yeah. um, because no one's gonna ever forget about it now. Oh yeah, and, and that's that's a funny. Um, the, the U.S. government has been trying to bury the Tulsa City massacre for like decades. And people were just like, nah, that ain't happening. Well, it's funny because most people didn't even know about Juneteenth until, like, the last couple years, too. Mm -hmm. And so, like, 
it's funny how these things that seem to have been lost mm-hmm. are coming back now. Yeah. Because people who are educated are like, no, if you really want to say something, mm-hmm. here's this, here's this, here's this. Like, remember these things. These things happened. Yeah. And I, I, I firmly believe in the, uh, the saying that if, if, you don't, if we don't learn from our past, we'll doom to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently people, they learn, apparently people now, they want to learn from the past and pretend it didn't happen. Like fucking the Holocaust deniers and shit like that. There's a difference. Like I kind of shy away from things too, but it's mm-hmm. not because I don't believe it didn't happen. It's mm-hmm. just like it's too painful for me to think about every day. Yeah, yeah. So like, like even like I still haven't seen the movie Precious because I felt like that one was so. Even the trailers were so fucking traumatizing. To oh, me okay. That I was just like, I don't need that in my life. Like I already know about. The things that people go through like i don't need to torture myself with it yeah that, that reminds me when you were watching um when they, when they see, see us, us yeah and mm-hmm. how you were just like oh so hard to get through because you were just feeling all that pain yeah like i actually was sobbing after the first episode good feel no i'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. well that's the thing i'm i'm i i always enjoy watching i mean not necessarily like enjoy like in a fun time way but like i do enjoy watching this type of stuff with you because you weren't raised uh around people like me very often like um what did you say like you hadn't seen like a black person until you were like a teenager right or something like that i hadn't really no not really i know i had like this little girl Mm -hmm. who was my friend when i was like seven okay but i was like friends with her i had a sleepover one time and Mm -hmm. she was like wanted to be all touchy-feely okay (laughs) and so i was like "Eh, okay Uh so then i like that was it and then um i know we had like a couple of black people in school in middle school but like we didn't really interact Mm. um it was all puerto ricans and white people yeah so um i think when i was 16 there was a black lady who was working at the McDonald's that I worked at. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made me kind of uncomfortable because, like, I wasn't, uh, like, at that time, first of all, I wasn't old enough to understand the differences in how people live. Mm-hmm. So, like, she seemed nice and they had a little boy, mm-hmm. um, but her boyfriend was always smoking weed and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they lived in, like, um, housing. Yeah. You know, so, like, I didn't really understand, but I just kind of knew that, like, the drugs made me uncomfortable because I wasn't exposed to that. Yeah. And then, then there was you. And then there was me? Yeah, Yeah, and that's it. Damn. So what? (laughs) On one hand, I can count the number of black people I've really encountered. (laughs) And unless you want to count when I was, like, five or six years old passing a black family on the way to the pond that they were coming from the pond like the swimming area <laughs> yeah. and i pointed and i'm like mom why are those people brown <laughs> and she slapped me across the face uh, and i'm like it was an honest question <laughs> she's probably like you don't say that in public we talk about that we talk about that behind doors <laughs> <laughs> now your mom's not racist i'm not saying that at all that dog is though I mean, no i'm joking you know. She's not racist, but, you know, she comes from a generation that doesn't know when they are or when they aren't being racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's never intentionally says anything, but, you know, there are times where, like, her generation shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, um, that episode, I don't like it's so it's so funny. Like the way how this episode ended, um, I don't know. It seems like every episode kind of ended like on a cliffhanger or kind of like a what the fuck moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. This one ended didn't end on in either either cliffhanger or what the fuck. They were like, okay, cool, we got the book, and I'm just like, it kind of did end on a cliffhanger hmm. because Letty and Montrose are stuck. No, no, they came through. Remember. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> that would be the cliffhanger for you. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, they, there was that moment. There was that moment where it seemed like they got stuck there. Yeah. And for a minute, I honestly thought Montrose was going to be stuck there. And then that like that was his destiny, to, to die at Tulsa. Because he had, in a way, kind of died at, he kind of died in Tulsa when the massacre happened. Like, metaphorically speaking, he mm-hmm. died in Tulsa. Yeah. So I thought it would have been... One, I'm glad it didn't happen. But two, it would have been, to me, it would seem kind of poetic that, like, the place that he died, metaphorically speaking, or spiritually, is the place where he would actually physically die because he'd be like, what's the point of going on? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I do, however, like, that scene where Tick and Montrose are talking, like, in the alleyway, and, mm-hmm. like, Tick is trying to stop him from, like, interfering with time or anything like that, um, that was a very heartwarming moment because they finally. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? When they they like kind of came to an understanding. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They came, he came to Tick, who had been calling him like faggot in a number of episodes. Who was like, "You lied to my mother and everything like that." Oh, oh, and you beat the shit out of me when yeah. I was a kid. Oh yeah, and then there's the big fucking reveal that fucking George Freeman is it might be Tick's father after all. Yeah, because I remember they they teased that for a little bit, and Montrose was just and like, and they never brought it up again. I think because they they understood. Because Montrose had told him that, like, how... how uh, No, no, no. I meant, like, the show didn't bring it up again until this point. Yeah. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, Tick, like, went out and he was just like, you know, you beat me. You uh, treated my mom like this and everything like that. He's like, I'm not even your fucking son. And you did this to me. But Montrose was just like... I didn't, like... He's like, I sacrificed everything to be your father. That's all I wanted to be was your father. Yeah, I, I am your father. Yeah, and I was like... That's some good shit right there, man. <laughs> yeah, and he and yeah, he finally like tells him like I, you know, I am your father because I I always wanted. He's like, yeah, I want I always wanted to be your father. I wanted to be. I wanted to have a family, despite what was going on inside me internally. I wanted to have a family. I wanted to be a family. Yeah, you know, even though he and he like made sure that Tick knew. If I was with any guys, it was after your mom was gone. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't step out. Didn't step out. Yeah, exactly. And that's where him and Tick are just like, they, they reconcile like right there. And I think that, and I think that's where it would have been like, okay, that's his, this is now Montrose's arc. We've reached the end of his arc where him and his son finally connect, mm-hmm. you know, and, and his son finally understands him. Because he got to see too how his father treated him. Mm-hmm. And even though it doesn't really excuse how he treated Tick, yeah. he can understand it a little better. Yeah. And, and his father has made a few strides to try to be better mm-hmm. in the last few episodes. Like, yeah. So I think he's kind of understanding now, like, okay, he's not perfect, but like nobody is. Yeah. And it, it goes, it goes to the, the whole thing that I think the show, not, not the, not, not necessarily what the whole show is about, but part of the show is about like generational uh, abuse, generational anger, you know, passed on to like your children, 
the trauma, generational trauma. That actually, you know, now I think about Watchmen cover that as well, generational trauma, and that's like a serious thing that's in the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't know how to cope with it. We just chalk it up of like, well, I was raised tough, so that's how I'm gonna raise you. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna whoop your ass because. There, that's what- and there's a whole thing like I'm on in one of those groups that you added me to, and it's like like a black community type thing. Yeah. Um, and there are women on there who are like, you know, like black men are trash because they don't hold up like women, the black women at all. They always make them feel ugly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also there are the, the women too, like who are like, you know, I have a son and he's not going to be a fucking wuss. Yeah. You know, so yeah. then they're also, it's just like this cycle that like education could fix a lot of it education can fix and also like an open conversation yeah absolutely like my mother and i we never had like open conversations of anything like we would i mean it'd be a it'd be mother and son relationship and everything she'd work go to school you know all like all like just like the standardness but when it came to like my mental issues or my issues with my sexuality or just like you know affection when you needed it yeah affection when i needed it it's, it was it wasn't there like it was like what her like affection was how she could provide for you yeah with materials or money yeah like her my mom's my mom's idea of affection had kind of a i don't want to say she was strictly like this but she her affection i would say more than not it was it had the uh, it had, she had a a value a dollar value on it and um structure oh yeah and structure and, like, don't get me wrong, some of the structure helped. Like, it's one of the reasons why, like, I'm a workaholic and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's one of the reasons why I can have crippling anxiety. Yeah, exactly. You know, when I'm just, like, just doesn't add up right. And then, boom, like, my whole day is <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I mean, you've seen it. You've seen it. Where it I mean, it's happened to me. I didn't exactly go through the same thing that you mm-hmm. went through. But I've seen piss poor examples of mm-hmm. how to live your life. Yeah, yeah. And it's made me strive to do the best that I could do so mm-hmm. that I have anxiety from that. Because mm. I had lack of structure. I had two different households I grew up in with was a lot of structure and mm. no affection. And then I had one that was like no structure and also no acknowledgement of <laughs> you as a person because you're not the oldest child. <laughs> so like, um, and then lots of spending when you had money and then having no money at all. Yeah. So like it. I like have anxiety too because I'm like yeah I, I've seen it too like you you yourself last night was a good example yeah, of my yeah. anxiety <laughs> yeah, uh, like you yourself like as a as a single mother raising two two kids kind of on her own is like something that uh, unfortunately a lot of women aren't able to do you know um, and it or like they don't attempt to try it because they're just like, oh, if I get myself a man, he'll help with this or whatever. Or I can get by like the bare minimal or something it's like that. It's like selling your soul mm-hmm. so that you can say that you gave your kids the best that you could. Yeah. Um, if Like if I chose that route and was like, oh, I'm going to get a man. Yeah. So now you're giving away the best parts of yourself mm-hmm. and like negotiating and shit. And, mm-hmm. and so that you don't have to struggle. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, you you can't, it's not your, now you have another person like to make choices with and mm-hmm. everything. And it's, it, I don't know. It might not be like the best, the best way. It definitely wasn't for me growing up. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, Lovecraft Country, because this shit just got real deep. <laughs> yeah, it makes you think about everything, not just black issues, but like, you know. I think, and I think this 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 goes into like how good this episode was that we're just like, yeah, I have some serious problems going growing up. Yeah, this is what's wrong, or this is what I'm dealing with, and everything. So I think, I mean, like I said, I, I think this goes into like how great the writing is, mm-hmm. and even even though this is like a predominantly black show, you know you yourself as a white woman you're still feeling connected with it because you're just like yeah i've been through that like that that yeah. issues the issues are there mm-hmm. um which kind of like i can count you know like on one hand the mm-hmm. number of times i've been discriminated against because i'm white mm-hmm. um or female or f- no n- more so female i'm talking mm-hmm. about just my whiteness oh, okay. because i had a, a an asian boss Oh, yeah, I remember you used to talk about that guy. Yeah. yeah. And he, like, would, like, tear different skin colors. Mm-hmm. Or he he said, because the main boss was a black guy, and mm-hmm. he swore he was racist against Asians. <laughs> uh, so he swore he was or wasn't? Was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I swear I'm racist against Asians. Why would you want to do that? No, like, no, the Asian guy... Uh, oh, okay. The black guy was racist oh. against Asians. Because one time he got pissed off at him and he's like, yeah, he told me to get my chopsticks and, you know, I could catch a fly with chopsticks if I wanted to, couldn't I? And I'm like, he probably did say that. He's old as dirt. Yeah, he probably did say it, but he might have. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know the context he was a, of the conversation. He was a very, very strict, lacking humor type of person. Oh, Everyone okay. was intimidated by him. Mm. He ruled by fear. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you want to rule your 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 uh your employees yeah fear (laughs) no but this this asian boss of mine Mm -hmm. was very much like um i don't know i felt like it's one of those things where you feel like you're in an alternate universe because like one i was i had blue eyes and he made comment about that and it wasn't like in a sexual way it was just like in a like racial kind of way Mm -hmm. because like most asians don't have blue eyes and like um I don't know. It just made me feel weird. <laughs> but mostly I get discriminated <laughs> against because people think I listen to country music. Like, I have this look about me that uh-huh. I'm like... I think that's... I mean, I don't... Well, I wouldn't say this. I don't... I mean, And I, it's not true discrimination, yeah, right? Yeah, it's more of like of a strong ups, uh, uh, assumption. I would say it's a strong assumption, but it's, but it's a wrong... And but very, socially, it does kind of ostracize you. So yeah, there is that. Yeah. It's not. So it's not like blatant in your face. Like you're not allowed to fucking shop here because you're gonna steal shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's definitely like I don't want to hang out with you because you look like you're gonna call the police. Yeah. If, like I decide I want to light up or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. I'm not gonna lie. Um, someone I was talking to, uh, I think yesterday, a couple of days ago, we were talking about like what is our turnoffs for like a relationship mm-hmm. and we both agreed country music really <laughs> if we're dating someone with country nope not yeah. gonna last yeah exactly <laughs> oh man i'm so glad you don't listen to country because you and i would not be friends yeah that's like any kind of relationship not even dating <laughs> i do i do know um i do know one guy who does listen to country uh, and he's mexican but he never he never brings that around here like like he's gone to like the stagecoach like the coachella of country music yeah but he's never brought that into like us hanging out or anything because he knows we would just be like nope (laughs) um so yeah like I, i can't 
then there was also this moment where people were blaming Letty for the fact that Atticus is going to die. Yeah, yeah. I remember Montrose had kind of pointed that out to her, too. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. uh, Ruby and Montrose, both, because she gave the the pages. Oh, yeah, to Christina. To Christina to try to get um, protection for um, Tick and... Mm. She ended up taking the protection for herself. Yeah. And they were seeing it as something very selfish. Yeah. I mean, it did. I mean, it did help her in the long run. Um, I think it was really interesting how I think Christina was just playing both sides because she was like, because uh, Tit came to her and was like, oh, I need something to protect Letty or protect us. And she was like, well, here, I'll get you. She's like, I'll give you this invulnerable spell. And when uh letty came to him, came to her that's when she was like all right i can i can say like yeah i'll give you a protection or whatever yeah so i think she was just kind of like playing both sides like and it doesn't seem like take is all that upset with her because he knows she's pregnant i think he'd prefer her mm-hmm. to be safe over him yeah because you know that's his baby i thought that was so funny how like everybody knew that <laughs> everybody knew that letty was pregnant but letty didn't know that everybody knew that she was pregnant yeah. that was so fun. oh and i forgot to mention oh no i did mention at the beginning i love the fact i and i know you and i were like fuck yeah the hippolyta came back yeah we were just like, yes yes she's fucking back after that badass adventure and like immediately took over immediately yeah. like she's like no we need to do this this and this mm. this is where i, I was on earth 504 mm. like you yeah know. she lived like the equivalent of 250 years on regular earth yeah so, so like yeah. for me that was really amazing and then like she's just stepping into her own like this mm-hmm. is what she was meant to do and mm-hmm. who she was meant to be she's she's turned into that combo character yeah decreated it um yeah so i mean I, I remember we did see a preview for next week's episode but it's written it's really just like we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. I don't even remember it. Yeah, I barely remember it too. And you know, surprisingly, it's. A, and I'm surprised me. I haven't seen the um, the siren show up. The siren. The, the demon thing. Oh, the monster. The the that was protecting Tick. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just went back. He was like, "All right, I got my shit done. <laughs> Barrel back into <laughs> in back into the ground and take off." <laughs> Um, <clears throat> yeah, and so next week's episode is supposed to be a season finale, which I thought it would have been a series finale. <clears throat> so I think there's a lot they could expand on, and it's not like Watchmen. Yeah, I I I have not read the book, so I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if this season is covering the entire book or like half the book or something like mm-hmm. that. But if it's a season premiere, and the the popularity of this show, I would not be surprised if HBO was like. Boom, we got season two. Like, we'll work on that. Yeah. Um, granted, everybody's blowing the fuck up off the show. Even though um, Journey Smollett's been acting since she was, like, a kid. Um, and Michael Kenneth Willems is Michael Kenneth Willems. <clears throat> but uh, what's the homeboy's name? I forgot his name. Uh, Tick. What's the, what the fuck's Tick's name? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, he's blowing the fuck up too. So it might, it, on my guess, it might be that Atlanta thing, where like they are too busy to like shoot the next season, and yeah. they have to like. Uh, or the court. pandemic happened. So <laughs> yeah. like what happened with Euphoria. <clears throat> oh, that's right. But I did see that like they did a table read, for uh, a read through for the cast of Euphoria for season two. Oh, cool. Yeah, they so like, it's like it exists and they're gonna do it. But yeah. like I'm scared because so many other shows are being canceled. Even though they're good. 
Yeah, I think that's mainly like Netflix's thing. Like they fucking cancel like Glow season four, even yeah. after they they're greenlit. But I don't think HBO HBO has been trying to find the next Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and I know this is not on the scale of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, but I think it's getting up there in popularity. Yeah. So this might be their Game of Thrones. Yeah. I like things, so. and and because it, it sure as shit ain't Westworld. show i know god that felt so bad bad downhill it did yeah i mean it wasn't like awful but it was like disappointing yeah it's that last season <laughs> anyway uh so there's anything else we good we are good sometimes i wonder what to say to you now in the soft afternoon air as you hold us all in a single death i say where is your fire i say where is your fire you got to find it and pass it on you got to find it and pass it on from you to me from me to her from her to him from the son to the father from the brother to the sister from the daughter to the mother from the mother to the child i say and now we are going to do our geriatric cinematic of critters of all the planets in the galaxy they chose ours they hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way, and they're hungry. This movie came out in 1986, and the synopsis is a group of small but vicious alien creatures called Krites escape from an alien prison transport vessel and land near a small farm town on Earth, pursued by two shape-shifting bounty hunters. Directed, uh, directed and written by Stephen Herrick, also written by Dominic Muir, uh, stars D. Wallace, M. Emmett Walsh, Billy Greenbush, Scott Grimes, Nadine Vanderveld, uh, Don Keith Opper, and Terrence Mann. <sighs> so... I'm going to throw the question once again to Jane. If Zeus, James Zeus, James slash Zeus. Juice. <laughs> Juice. <laughs> Juice. Uh, Zeus, what did, you, what did you think of this movie? Oh, man. Uh, I, I thought it was great. I, mean, I never, <laughs> I, think, I think I told you, Mark, we were texting back and forth. I had never really seen this movie in its entirety. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time seeing, like I saw bits and pieces of it, I think, or I might have caught one of the sequels, like on sci-fi or something like that. Yeah. But uh, like watching it, it was, it was I mean, it is what it is. It's great, goofy sci-fi horror, you know. And uh, in comparison to the other one, leaps and bounds better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least this one is like. At least this one is like entertaining and like good kind of bad entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's that cheesy, cheesy bad. Like, not. It's not really schlock, but it's just kind of really cheesy. Yeah, sci-fi horror, you know. But. Uh, yeah, man, it was great. Special effects are kind of cool, you know. Mm. Uh, I really liked it. I just really liked it. I didn't realize uh, Dee Wallace was in it. She, I didn't realize she was in this movie, and I didn't realize that she was in so many other, you know, great horror movies that I love at, at the time. I was like, oh, because I'm a really big fan of The Hills Have Eyes, and I didn't realize that she was in that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Holy shit. And I was like, 
Yeah, because I'm like, well, who who are these people? So I looked it up, you know, when IMDb looked everything up. I'm like, oh, yeah, she was in Hills Have Eyes. I'm like, dude, it's my favorite movies. I didn't even know that. And mm-hmm. she was in that, uh, I think, Red Christmas is what it's called. Have you guys seen that one? No, I don't I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen that one. It came out in like 2016 or 2017, a few years ago. Oh, but yeah, yo. it's a pretty good horror, yeah. trippy horror movie. Yo, That's dude, a, she, was in, uh, she was in Cujo. I forgot she was yeah, in Cujo. Yeah, she was, shit. she was in Cujo, yeah. It tripped me out, dude. Yeah, I was looking at her. At her repertoire, you know, her resume, and I'm like, dang, she's in, you know, she's a, an, an OG scream queen, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, Kelsey, so what is, being this your first time introduced to the world of critters, you know, what, what did you think of this? Uh, I actually really liked it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I noticed you were having like a lot of fun while watching this one. Yeah, I really thought it was fun to watch. Um, I'm kind of also really glad that the brother and sister don't interact for like most of the movie because mm-hmm. I kind of found them annoying in the beginning. Yeah. They do that yes. very typical, I'm going to get at you because you're in my annoying sibling thing that like they don't always have to do. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like I thought it was really funny how when things started going down, that little boy knew his sister was in the barn. He never said anything at all. <laughs> yep. Yep. She, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't drop dime on her and Billy Zane. Well, and, well, he and, didn't and, tell, <laughs> which I kind of expected him to, but even when things were going bad, uh, he didn't think, Oh yeah, my sister's in the barn either. He, so he's like, at that time I was like, Oh, so he wants her dead. Cool. Yeah. Like he didn't say anything <laughs> about his sister until she was like screaming bloody murder. And she, and the mom was like, what's that? And he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. My sister's out there. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was kind of, like, annoying at the beginning because he's, like, the stereotypical, like, 80s kind of kid, you know, with the mm. crazy rube and, like, kind of Dennis the Menace, like, early Bart Simpson kind of vibes. I know yeah. Bart Simpson was not really a thing when this movie came out yet, but uh, he had, a, like, had a real, like, Dennis the Menace type feel to him. Yeah, You yeah. know, with the slingshot and the M80s or the fireworks or whatever he was doing, you know. <laughs> he called them firecrackers, but those were fucking pipe bombs. Those were, yeah, those were straight-up bombs. <laughs> Yeah, I, I told Kelsey while we were watching, I was like, yeah, this kid made this shit now. The cops would have been, like, banging oh, down his he, door. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was blowing, like, he was, like, blowing shit up. <laughs> Domestic terrorists and shit like that. Yeah, dude. Um, Anarchist cookbook under his bed. <laughs> but it's okay, because he's a white boy. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, no. Fine. You know what? No, he's ginger. No, it's not. <laughs> works in boston okay oh okay uh one thing that it, it, I, I completely forgot about in this movie is billy zane's hair it's like the first hey. time he's, he's his actual hair and i was just like holy shit because every time you see him he's like bald or he's wearing a fucking yep. wig and i'm like oh shit he used to have hair and it was actually decent um yeah man he was you know he was coming fresh off of uh back to the future oh i know this came up before back to the future so yeah Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's right. He was in Back to the Future. Holy Which shit! One? He was in what he's part in, one, right? He was in the. He's in all. He's in. He's in one and two. He's he's one of Biff's goons. Like his buddies in the first oh. one, and he's like one of his goons in the second one. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. And Billy Zane's bad. He's he's my boy, dude. I love anything with Billy Zane in it. He's great. <laughs> yeah, Demon Knight. Oh, yeah, dude, I was just movie. thinking about Demon Knight. I was just, like Knight literally right now, just thinking about that great. shit. It's one of my favorite movies too, man. I love that movie. Yeah, that one. Oh, I gotta show you that one. I, I, you know what? You, he was talking about. Oh, that's Billy Zane. I'm like, who's that? He's like, remember the guy, the, the, fi- the fiance from Titanic. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> See, like, so she says the fiance, the fiance from Titanic. I'm like, that's a phantom. 
a movie like me and Mark watched, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Phantom. I watched the Phantom way too many times, and that movie earned it. <laughs> hey, y'all, that movie. That movie's something else. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I, I'm the same thing with James. I I did remember watching this when I was like really little. But I, juice, damn, yeah, right, juice, <laughs> and juice. Um, yeah, I did. I remember did I did watch this growing up, like when I was maybe like six or seven or something like that. But I, I barely remember anything. And of course, I'm remembering like bits and pieces and like all these like little jokes about it and stuff like that. I'm I I more remember the sequels, like two and three, and maybe like four. Um, but like revisiting this, uh, or it's it. I was revisiting this for like the first time, I guess. Um, so it was, I like like you guys like loved it. I was kind of like all right on it. Um, like whenever, like whenever the parents would like start talking or some shit like that, I just found them like really fucking annoying. Yeah, they were annoying. Yeah. Um, but whenever like the critters spoke, like I was just, like cracking up, or whenever they would just like show up or some doing some, like some wacky ass shit, I was just like, oh, that's what I love about this the, movie. The, the critter, the critters talking is like the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's like that one scene where they're like, oh, I think she has a gun, and the one that gets like blasted, and the other goes, yeah, fuck. It's like, it's, like, they got, it's like they got weapons. Like so what? Yeah, I mean, you just see the gun. It's very like. Looney Tunes, where like the gun just comes out and yeah. blows the thing up, and the guy's like, "Oh fuck!" and he like, throws away. Um, you I, know what? I thought it was interesting about the bounty hunter aspect of it because that was cool. I do like that. Well, it was cool, yeah. but it was also kind of confusing mm-hmm. because if you don't catch in the beginning that the Krites escaped from prison, yeah, you just yeah. think that yeah. these aliens all magically appeared from like a crate, like a meteorite or some shit yeah and yeah, then like you don't understand what the humanoid type things are doing there like you get that they're after the krites but mm-hmm. they they're also kind of villains because they're killing people too so it kind of gets a little muddled these dudes just do not give a fuck they're yeah. just blowing the shit up out of everything yeah like they're and, and it's funny too because like the warden is like he tells them like try not to blow everything up this time, or try not to try to control yourselves, or wherever at the start of the movie. Uh, yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that part I did like when, the, um, yeah, like Kelsey said, if you don't if you don't see the 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 Krites escaping on a spaceship, you honestly do think like, okay, they must have just landed like, you know, like a meteorite or something like that. But whenever they did show the bounty hunters with the with the guy who's hiring them or whatever, I was actually kind of like more invested in that. Because I felt like I wanted to explore more of like that universe and like yeah. that type of creatures and stuff like that. Um, I also do really like the the designs of the bounty hunters. The fact that they're just like this neon color, like glowing head, mm-hmm. um, and like the part where like they're transforming. Like Kelsey, you put like that'd you put, be a great sticker patch or something. Yeah, but there was you you really you really liked the um, the scene where like they were taking the faces, right? Yeah. You want to go a little bit in detail, like what what would stood out with you on that? Uh, well, first of all, I thought it was really interesting how one of them stuck with one person, mm-hmm. and the other one kept switching, and 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 I thought it was interesting. It was really cool because he was like, "Oh, whatever technology they were using, he's like, oh, it's broken, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, like it's not working for me." Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like too it was kind of a painful process for them to go through, and he had to keep going through it. 
Yeah, like I remember one line, uh, one of the other uh, bounty hunters that said like, oh, the face didn't take or something like that. Yeah. So they took like another face and then another face and then like another face. So that's yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it was technology. I thought it was like their innate, like alien ability. Yeah, yeah, I thought, I, yeah, I, I remember the same thing. I thought it was their alien ability, but apparently, yeah, they have to like, it's, it yeah, is within oh, okay. the technology. It's like in the technology too. Okay, because I thought like, I thought there was something wrong with the dude who couldn't like hold the face. I thought he was like un, like, like disabled un, or something, <laughs> or like unstable or like not emo, like emo, he was like they don't like me because he said something like the faces don't like me or like it's broken for me. I thought like himself was like broken and he was having like an internal dilemma. So, like he can't hold his form. I'm, like oh okay, he's got, this guy's deep. Yeah, well, this, uh, <laughs> the other guy doesn't have any problems, you know, because all the people that he kills want to be killed. So they don't have yeah. that internal dilemma, you know. That is true. And he was a uh, he was that guy singing the singing the theme song, I guess. You know. Yeah, the rock the, star. The, the rock star, yeah. Um, and the, I like I like the obligatory eighties uh, music video. That just oh goes yeah. Into every, Every movie that was that was great. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there's one part I want to point out that I thought was just so fucking funny when the um, the deputy like how. His car, he almost like runs over one of the, the crates and he like pulls over and everything. And it like, he gets out and I think it like one of them like hits him in the leg and he falls down. And like it, the camera is like the crate, it's supposed to be like the crate POV of like it eating him underneath the car. But you can tell like the dude's like pulling himself like, oh, I thought that was really funny. I mean, it's, it's like that classic like cheesy 80s kind of like, oh, this is yeah. a bad angle, but it's so funny. I thought the crites themselves were interesting. Um, I was like, oh, cool. They're puffs, too. Mm. Like, like save yourselves. Yeah. And then, like, he finally was able to, like, transform into something scarier. But, like, I thought it was interesting that they how they transform and stuff. Oh, you mean, like, they were growing and shit like that? Yeah. You know, it's it's funny thing. And then they're that big monster fucking one. (laughs) (laughs) Did they they ever explain how they do that? It's like, I just assumed because they, like, everything it eats, it gets bigger. Yeah. It it gets bigger when it eats. Well, the funny thing. It eats all the chickens, right? And then it's like huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, the, um, that's, this is the only movie where, like, a crite grows that size. Everything, every other sequel, they just stay that small. They stay small? Okay. Yeah, so they, they never explain, like, oh, there's a reason why he's going to grow. They're just like, oh, he's growing. That's it. <laughs> We're yeah, because then he's like, because he's like a little bit bigger than the kid, right? When, yeah. Like, the fi- in the final scenes, that he's like thrashing through the house and everything. And yeah. That was weird. Apparently, the aliens also have the technology to rebuild your house. They give you a beeper. Yo! <laughs> the beeper? You just beep them. You hit them on the beeper, and they build your house. I wonder if that works for like for like humans as well. Like let's say like the dad and mom are arguing, and he's like, oh, "I don't want to, I don't want to do this." And he just like beeps and rewinds it, and like avoids that argument. I don't know, man. I was just like, "Oh, this, all right, this is this is a thing." When okay, so when they put the house back together, I was like, "They didn't do it right." Look at that fucking roof. Like the roof looked bad. Like they should have got uh, uh, like a roof replacement like thirty years ago. They should have got the property brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all the shingles were like playing cards. Like when you shuffle them, they were uh. all like weird. Yeah, I always like I always like watching scenes in reverse like that. It's uh, always it's just uh, something about it is very soothing. It's like hmm. The, I remember it's very there's, satisfying. I remember there's one part in particular. Kelsey just burst out laughing when the. 
when the crates get into the spaceship and they're flying off and they just like blow up the house. <laughs> And then stop for a little bit and shoot the laser and then fucking. Yeah, that was, oh, that was fucking hilarious. I was laughing. I was like, fuck that house in particular. <laughs> Bye. Dude, that's how, like, that's, but that's like the general attitude of these crites, too. Like, Cause, like, they just do shit to fuck that. Fuck you. I don't, I don't want to yeah, do your shit. They're, they're like, they're the embodiment of, of the Dave Chappelle skit. Like, fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. Pretty much, man. But didn't you think it was interesting how his little air quotations firecrackers didn't blow up the crate from the inside like how you remember that scene where he like yeah yeah and it was weird because he's like he looked like he had indigestion which is really weird Mm -hmm. like it didn't affect him that much and then he just kind of deflated i i read uh i read online that they didn't blow up the model because they wanted to save it because it cost a bunch of money to make the 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 puppet (laughs) so so that's why that's why i just like kind of like smoke comes out of (laughs) Oh shit! We got a little pause. Ah, uh, did we lose him? No, are you, can you hear me or no? Oh yeah, 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 we got you. Okay, what, what yeah. were you saying, James? Oh yeah, I, no, I read online uh, about the movie that they they did that because they didn't want to break a puppet. Oh they okay. Didn't wanna, they didn't want to blow up a puppet because they cost so much money to make. Yeah, <laughs> but then they were like shooting a bunch of them though. Like they would, yeah. they like like you can't blow one up, but they are not impervious to bullets. Like. They seem like they were really hardy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they they use the shotgun and that one gets destroyed. Yeah, you yeah. see like this green matter just like that's it. Yeah, like if they would have ran with that, like I and I really like the movie, so mm. it's not really like a huge ding, but it's like yeah. if they're gonna like make it where the first one you can't blow it up, then mm. you, they should have ran with that because that makes them a little extra like scary because they're like. There, you can't kill him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I, that oh fuck scene with the gun wouldn't have happened. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, then, well, no, and then also another one dies when the kid like tries to shoot it, but he shoots like the the fan. Oh the, yeah, and it drops on him. Yeah. yeah, and it, like it just kind of like like falls over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, mean, I, I my my guess is like like you had said, just that like they didn't want to blow it up because it would cost them much uh, so much money. Um, but I'm sure like the director was just like, yo, we got to have like these things get killed or some like, we got to have yeah. like fun with it. So that's why you would just, I mean, it would just die. And it's this most like ridiculous way of just, it's almost like, like hitting a fly with a fly swatter. just like splat. And then like, that's it. Mm. And then yeah. it gets gone. I mean, it was all that aside, but that's what makes the movie so great too. But you know, you see these glaring, like, like inconsistencies and shit. Errors, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't like their name. Oh, the Krites? Yeah. But it also reminds me of when my mom used to say cripes. Like, it's almost mm. like Jesus Christ, but it's like cripes, you know, like criminy. Yeah, Jesus cripes. No, she would just say cripes. Oh, like the crepes? <laughs> yeah, the crepes. The crepes? <laughs> um, I wonder, I don't, I, I would imagine they probably still call them that in the sequels. Um, because when you think about it, like, they're never called critters, like, at all in this movie. Yeah. They're just called cripes. Other, other, other than the humans, like, I think the dad calls it critters. Like, those critters are out there, or, like, the oh, sheriff. Yeah, and then yeah. the walls, he's like, there's those critters in the house, or whatever, like. Because yeah. after he gets, like, he gets, like, chucked out a window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny, too. <laughs> and it was funny, too, because I just saw him the day before I watched a movie, another movie he was in. Uh-huh. Uh, Sundown, The Vampire Retreat, which is terrible. <laughs> okay. Just bad. Uh, you guys a bit roll on that one. I'm like, oh, it's the same dude. So, 
that was kind of neat. But, yeah, I thought it was, was interesting right. how the the dad got bit on the shoulder twice. Twice. Hey, that dad. And that dad got fucked. Up. He did. He was not the manly man that men usually are in movies. That's one thing. Oh, he just he just didn't have a chance. He got mauled by a two foot hedgehog. <laughs> well, the thing is, those things eat things, and like they're kind of scary because you know they attack things really fast. You know. But yeah. With him, it yeah, was just they, like it was like making out with his shoulder for a while, like it was four player or something. They, then they shoot like poisonous barbs. Yeah, so they shoot the mom in the neck, and she like he, like passed out or something like that. Out, yeah, yeah, and happens to the daughter too. Yeah, I think yeah. that was, I think that's way more effective than like a poof like farting or some shit. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they're, they they like they're fast too because then they turn into that bowl and they just like zip around and it's like Phew. yeah, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sonic's like, oh shit, fuck the, this. That's Sonic's like evil cousins and shit. They're like in cahoots with Dr. Robotnik. I, I know somewhere out there, someone like drew a comic of like Sonic meets the Krites or some shit like that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the, this, this, is a, this is a late joke, but like, I always thought it was funny how like the guy, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Billy Green Bush, that he was the dad, but he looked like he would be like the kid's grandfather. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and him, and the mom, him and the mom. I was like, "What's that age gap? Age difference there?" <laughs> Seriously, he was like a teacher, and she was like fifth grade or some shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That made me think of uh, trivia I read about James Bond recently. How one of the actors who played James Bond didn't oh, want Roger Moore. Oh yeah, wasn't yeah. him? Yeah, he's like didn't want to yeah. do it anymore because the girls were just too young, and he's like, "I have a niece your age." Yeah, he was like pushing like fifty five or sixty, and he's like, "This is getting kind of gross." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even he knew it was gross. He was like, "Ugh." Yeah, like he's that. like, "I don't yeah. want to do this anymore." Um, so a lot of people, it's funny thing because a, a lot of people have compared uh, critters to like gremlins because they think they think critters is like a knockoff version of gremlins. Um, but uh, what's his name? Oh, where's the dude's name? I, I can't remember the actor. Uh, looks like oh the screenwriter uh, or the director director slash screenwriter Stephen Herrick had said that this had been a, an idea of his for like years, um, and that he like I think he had like a, there was like a nightmare he had of mm. these creatures. He was like oh I'm trying to make this into a movie, um, but it just took him like forever to get this movie off the ground. You know Gremlins is more well known and stuff like that. But I always feel like I always feel like Critters is Critters is. I, I would actually say I like critters more than gremlins. I have like this weird hatred towards gremlins. It's, it's kind of you have a bug. weird hatred towards a lot of movies. Yeah, like our next. I, mean, movie. I like the second Gremlins more than the first one. Yeah, you know what's like, surprising? I, yeah, I'm with you there. I don't. I don't. I don't like Christmas. I so, think. I know. think that's where my hatred comes from. I'm just like, nah, it's a Christmas film. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, the, it's it's kind of crazy. But she's the girl talks about finding her dad with a broken neck in the chimney and a Santa outfit. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That's dark as hell. <laughs> Super dark, uh, man. You know, damn. I like I like Christmas movies like that, but not like holy jolly bullshit. You know. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, at the end of the show, we always gotta ask Kelsey. Since this is your first time entering the world of critters, what did you? What's your final take on it? What do you think? Do you? Th- I know. I know you're going to say it doesn't hold up, right? You don't know shit. Oh shit! Oh, oh you know what? Ooh, damn. I'm sorry for assuming. Yeah. Do you, do you think it holds up? Yes. Oh shit! <laughs> I do because um, it still can be kind of scary at times. It has a lot of suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, and the storyline is so thin that it could kind of apply to any 
any like era, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know a family dealing with you know little asshole demon aliens. And trying to survive the night. Yeah, you can see that. I mean, it could have been the Blob. Oh, that was no, that was a good one. You that know what I'm, good. you know what I'm saying? Though? Yeah, like it's the same kind of yeah. premise almost. Yeah, I think during the '80s they did a lot of like. Uh, like weird invasion in like this small hometown or some shit like that. The killer clowns, killer yeah, clowns, 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 clowns from outer space. Yeah, yeah, the blob and all and that. Then uh, creep show, creep show starts off with, I think the, the asteroid. Oh yeah, King, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, That's there's right. a lot of there's a lot of that kind of stuff and yeah, yeah. So so Zeus, what do you think? Do you think the do you think the movie still holds up? I mean, you know, for for what it is, yeah, it's a good. It's a good movie. It's a good. It's much more entertaining than I would say. I would have definitely preferred that one mm. over Save Yourselves to somebody to watch. And you know, it it definitely spawned, you know, I don't know how many sequels, like four sequels, five sequels. Yeah, I think there's like four. I think, I think was like four or five sequels. Yeah. But I think I think there's a reboot that came out last year, and then I think there's a series on Shutter Two or something like that. There's like oh. there's like a bunch of stuff they cranked out, dude. Oh yeah, so, that's I mean, right. It it. It apparently withstood the test of time. Where <laughs> they're just squeezing it out for every nickel. Yeah, you know, like Rambo, like oh, Rambo yeah. and Tremors. <laughs> uh, oh, tr- oh my God! They're like on what Tremors, like nine now or some shit. Like hey, that. you know what? Bert Gummer is keeping that thing going, man. Yeah, the, guy, the dude. He's <laughs> yeah. like the only guy from their first Tremors. And yeah, I remember he he showed up and like there was like a Tremors like kind of prequel story, and he was supposed to be like his great great grandfather yeah. or some shit. Tremors four back to perfection. <laughs> Straight on the title off. Bro, I've seen I've seen every Tremors movie that's come out. <laughs> Kelsey, have you seen Tremors? I think I did when they were like on USA or TNT. There was like the Tremors. first one or two of them. Yeah, there's one. There's two, like big ones like the first one and the second one are like probably the most big budget and the rest of them are all bad and like i think the last like six or seven have jamie kennedy in it oh god yeah i don't know who that yeah. is hey, he's, a, he's a guy who's not funny at all yeah no. he was in some of the mask it was terrible oh i remember that movie <laughs> jesus christ I hated that movie and i love the yeah. original one yeah the mask was good some of the mask not too great critters Amazing compared to those movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch Critters. Don't watch Son of the Mask. <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, for what it's worth, yeah, uh, it is. It is a good uh, like a like Zeus said. Zeus said like an eighty sh- uh, schlock type film. Um, I, I I I I did enjoy it. Uh, I think I have more of a fond memory of Critters 2 because I think Critters 2 is like really bonkers. Like they go even more wilder mm-hmm. in this one. Really? Um, yeah, like if you guys look up like the movie poster for Critters 2, essentially like all the, the crites, they like combine into like this big like boulder of like critter death or some shit like that. And it's like, Jesus. yeah, it's like right on the movie poster. It looks, it looks terrifying. <laughs> well, speaking of movie posters, I remember we, me and Mark were talking about, we both remembered Critters from the, t- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie <laughs> when Raphael's coming out of the theater because that's the movie he saw in theaters. <laughs> And we're talking about like, yo, it's, it feels like we were talking about a guy who actually got his ass kicked. <laughs> like, one I know. Day. I was like, dang. <laughs> um, he, asked me, he asked me like, what do you know about that movie? Like, not much other than it was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but all in all, I think it's. I like that movie, by the way. Uh, the original T- one from TMNT. 19, yeah, from like the ninety, like nineteen ninety or some shit. Did you ever see the third one, the, the Turtles in Time? No. Ooh. I don't. 
<laughs> yeah, don't. No, is that one of the recent ones? No, no, no. This no. one, this one oh. came out like in like ninety eight, maybe. No, 90... I didn't see that one. No, I think it was like maybe like I would say like ninety six. Ninety six. Because when did Secret of the Ooze come out? Ninety two or ninety three? Yeah, probably. But yeah. I didn't even think I saw that one. I only saw the first one. Oh, fucking Ninja Rap. Oh, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. What? <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna I'm sit you. I'm gonna sit you down, and we're gonna watch the first one, second one, and then just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> just stop right there. Yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vanilla Ice comes out. We're just <laughs> at the yeah, time. Vanilla Ice and Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, that's right. Holy shit, Kevin Nash. He played. He played the Super Shredder. Yeah, yeah. That shit was bonkers. Oh man. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's called, I think it's called like Turtle, I think it's called like Turtle Rap or Turtle Ninja, whatever. It's fucking Vanilla Ice. It's just like, all yeah. right, that's all I need to hear. Like, it is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 I do, I think it still holds up. I, I do have a bit of a problem with it, but that didn't take a whole lot away. I, that didn't take me away from it at all. Um, cause eventually I was just like, all right, cool. Like I'm totally in this, you know, this type of movie and everything. Um, I just love that scene that's so fucking funny when that critter just goes, fuck! <laughs> the guy who plays Charlie, mm-hmm. Don Keith Opper, he cleans up really nicely. Oh, that's right. He yeah. was kind of like, like um, yeah. he could have played in like a spy movie or what something like. Mm-hmm. He did not look like an idiot at all. Yeah, when they simulate him at the bar and he gets all like Rico Suave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the funny thing is, like he he shows up again. He's the only one. Um, I think he's the only one who ever shows like it's in those critter movies, like in all of them. Um, but like at one point, like they they give him a suit and he still looks goofy. Um, and he just says he like becomes like their mechanic or some shit like that oh. for like the spaceship. Mm-hmm. And I know eventually he does actually start like hunting the critters. He actually starts like firing weapons and shit. But. Yeah. I think that's like part three or part four. I wish they would do something like that because he, you know, like if I'm, I'm saying, I know you said that they do, but I mean, mm. I really wish that they would make him the lead and mm. like really have it rest on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, because now, like now he would know he's not crazy and that he actually was hearing these things out in space and yeah, like, uh, and maybe that was like his part of his purpose of you know being alive yeah i can yeah. yeah i think he if i remember correctly i think he does eventually kind of turn out like that um because i think the guy terrence Mann, who plays johnny still i think he's only in it for like part two and maybe like something happens to his character or some shit like that yeah because they, they gave him like a crazy backstory too for just being like the town drunk yeah he, he was, was like, like a baseball player right? he was like a yeah he was like a former like major league prospect a big time major league pitcher or something like that and then he started getting the alien transmissions and he never played in the pros or cut his career short or something like that. I'm yeah. like, like, damn, dude, that's a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something I would write. Cause I go super deep with that shit when I write. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think, is that it? I think we're all good on yeah, critters. I think we're done. Okay, cool. Um, all right, folks. So that's going to be our show for this week. Uh, I want to thank, uh, well, myself and Kelsey. We want to thank Zeus for hopping on board, um, and sh- you know, on the podcast. We know it's like what time is it? Like 
12 11 45 11 45 so but uh i was gonna say thank you guys for having me on man good catching up with with mark reminiscing about the old days and great talking with uh you know you and kelsey about you know horror schlock movies man you know (laughs) it's always i'm always on call man just give me a call and i'll be here to to shoot the shit shoot the breeze about some some b-movie horrors oh yeah definitely definitely yeah i'll definitely uh definitely we'll definitely bring you back on like in a later episode um so yeah, so folks, um, uh, as we're drawing a close, uh, we'll just go ahead and let everybody know that you can find uh, this podcast and all our past episodes on all podcast catchers, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. Uh, we're on Amazon Music. I think we're on. I think we're still on Google. If Google Play is still around. Um, um, yeah, Google Play is still around. I thought I saw some. It might be something else. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, so next week we are going to be doing for our recent we're review. We're going to doobie do. We're going to be doing trying to play it off. Doobie do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next week's show we are going to do uh, Netflix's The Trial of the Chicago Seven. That is going to be our recent review. The uh, Aaron Sorkin written and directed film starring uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. <sighs> our geriatric cinematic. 1993's Hocus Pocus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell him why. I have never seen this movie. This movie looks dumb as shit to Except me. Except for the first 15 minutes of it. I've seen the first 15 minutes. Well, oh, actually, I scratched that. I thought I watched the first 15 minutes. The person I was watching it with said, like, you only watched five minutes of it. And I was like, oh my God. Bro, you've never seen Hocus Pocus? And no. <laughs> Bro, What? It looked it looked so bad to me. Like I don't like Bette Miller's face. I don't. It's I, like as a chi- as a child, you never saw this movie. Even as a child, I was like, this movie looks dumb. Why would I watch this? That's wild, Kelsey. What's going on? The boy over here. <laughs> I, and I watched this movie, which is like what? <laughs> yeah. Like I watched it's something a- that he didn't watch. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So this 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 choice is actually uh, Kelsey's choice, and I remember her and I were like. She was just like, you gotta watch, you gotta watch. I'm like, all right, let's let's do an episode, uh, let's do a, let's do it for the an episode on the podcast. And of course, since we're doing like Halloween themed movies, we're like, all right, we'll just do Hocus Pocus. What's coming out next week? All right, Trial of Chicago Seven. Sure, let's we'll just do get, something with a witch trial in it. Cool. <laughs> oh, there you go. Trials. There we go. Yeah, it's a trial. That's the connection. It's a trial. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be some trials and tribulations of Mark watching a movie that oh he's already God. deemed as bad yeah. without seeing it. Oh, well, I might be proven wrong. I might be proven wrong. I'm um, I'm 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 open. I'm open. I think you will. Just, just yeah, just go with it, man. Just relax. Yeah. Let it happen. I told him I told him cuz he has a bad habit of looking at his phone while he's watching movies. And then he'll be like, "Oh, I hate this movie." And I'm like, "Yeah, you didn't even give it a chance." Like usually when he wants to give something a mm-hmm. chance, he won't pick up his phone for a good five or ten minutes. Like, you got to disconnect, bro. You yeah. Gotta disconnect like I told him, honestly, for this movie, uh, no phones at all. Okay. Not even look up trivia. But I like looking up trivia. Too well, bad. Some, look up trivia later. Fine. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Hocus Pocus is available on Disney Plus. Uh, you can rent it on uh, Amazon, YouTube, Apple TV, and Google Play. Uh, the topic will be Marcus watching this kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. So uh, once again, we want to say thanks to Zeus for um, for showing up on the podcast. Uh, really appreciate it, man. Um, hey, man. I said thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so with that, we're gonna bid you guys adieu. Um, definitely want to say wash your damn hands put on your damn mask uh this pandemic should could not should not have been this bad and most importantly go vote um this is i voted already i did it yesterday ballot yep i did it yesterday and i dropped it off in a little you know box outside of the town hall Mm -hmm. same thing i'm waiting for mine to come in here i had to had to get it mailed over here so i'm waiting for it to show up sooner or later yeah, I, I unfortunately haven't been able to do it, but I, I will definitely do that um, this coming week. This, I mean, obviously, this is not a political podcast, but sometimes politics comes in. We're just like, fuck it. We got to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, leave you guys with a story. Um, as James, as Zeus and I had talked about, uh, we we had some crazy nights during our regular days, and they were filled with a lot of drugs uh like ecstasy and marijuana marijuana and all kinds of weird stuff the marijuana the reefers <laughs> yeah the reefer um so it, everything you can think of <laughs> yeah so it, it reminded me of this uh the story where a friend of mine uh he gave me this ecstasy pill he was like here take this and i was like all right and I, t- I took my dumb ass, like, all right, I'm going to take it. And then he took one, too. And I was like, what's in it? He goes, oh, it's, it's ecstasy, but it's laced with heroin. And we're like, oh, shit. Okay, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, okay. So the night went pretty wild. And uh, there was stuff to be seen that was not there. Uh, so my buddy, he saw something in the distance. And he must have just seen Critters. Because he had said, maybe it's a Russian spy probe on some sort of secret mission. And I looked at him, because I had just watched Critters too. And I said, I think you watch too much TV. Uh, 